Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven.
Good evening, everyone. This is Chris Kelly from 80s TV. My co-host Lillian, also from 80s TV, is traveling this evening and uh, will not be able to join us, but we still have a full, a full schedule planned. We may have a uh, special guest this evening. We have two of them that I know of. We have uh, Doug Eager from the class of 84. Uh, it's an 80s tribute band. They don't just bring the music, they bring the party. We also have George Rother, uh, www.movieguy247.com. George is a great movie critic and reviewer, and I uh, hope you're here to talk about the Rocky movie tril- uh, trilogy's franchise, actually. Uh, so seven or eight movies up to now, and uh, give us some advice on the movies to see in the theaters and uh, his favorite takes on Thanksgiving films. So tonight, as I said, is November 21st, 2016. Happy birthday to anybody Anybody who seems to be having a, having a birthday this evening. But I also want to say happy anniversary to my favorite movie of all time. I was only six years old when it came out, and uh, I think you all know what it's called. Rocky. Uh, came out 40 years ago this evening. And I think we may have a special guest come in. Um, maybe Rocky Balboa himself will come in and uh, send him an invite. Maybe he'll stop by. Uh, we can ask him some questions about the original film and what he's got planned. And uh, who knows? Maybe Rocky will come by because he's a good guy. So, um, so here we are. The number tonight to call in is the same as it is every week. The number is 718-508-9883. Again, um, 718-508-9883. And uh, again, I'll be flying solo this evening because my my partner in crime, uh, Lily Nardowski, is traveling, um, as she always does. She's a world traveler, but uh, we wish her uh, well, and uh, she'll be back as soon as she can. So let's see what's going on tonight. If anybody wants to call in, let us know. Uh, we'll, have some, we'll take some calls in the first half hour of the show, up until 8:30, and then we'll be taking calls again, most likely around um, 9:30. And at 10 o'clock, we'll be closing the show. In between 8:30 and 9:30, we have some two of our regular special guests, and uh, we look forward to that. So let's see what's going on in the news today. I just. I would say prayers for Japan because I think uh, about two hours ago there was another huge earthquake. Um, and what I heard on the news is there is possibly a three-foot, uh, uh, what do you call it, when the water comes in. Uh, I can't think of it. Well, major water damage from the ocean after an earthquake. Why can't I think of that word? Let me see what that word is called here. Um uh, Earthquake Tsunami I'm sorry, tsunami warning is what I was looking for um, The 6.9 Magnitude earthquake strikes off of Japan uh, Prayers for the people in Japan That uh, There are no, no lives lost In the uh, nuclear place There in Fukushima um, Does not take Any more Any, any, any uh, Issues um, Health issues for the, for the public we have um, a guest caller already. Let's take a call from our friend Magic Mike, uh, Mike Farrar, who also has a show here on Totally Driven Radio. Mike, are you there? Yes, I am. You know, it's so, hey. it's so funny because I messaged you to ask you if you were going to do a uh, 
80s, uh, you know, Rocky, you know, uh, trilogy and, and anniversary. And uh, I'm glad you decided to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew it was this week. And uh, because our next video episode, I have to do one of the Rocky movies. Um, I, and I wasn't sure that it was actually today was the 40th anniversary. I was surprised to find that out this morning. And I'm glad you wrote me. And, yeah, um, it's, a, it, it's, a, uh, it's one of my favorite, you know, of all times. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, class, the classic underdog, you know, and, and, and look at what he's become. You know, not only that, but look at what Sylvester Stallone has become. Yeah, there's a little bit of Sylvester Stallone. There was a lot of Sylvester Stallone in Rocky, but there's a lot of us in Sylvester Stallone and in Rocky as well. He symbolized a lot of us. Um, the movie's based in Philadelphia, but you could be in any major city. And uh, being a kid from the streets and just trying to uh, make your way in the world. And uh, Rocky, or if you do parallel-wise, you have uh, Sylvester Stallone. I mean, he's about 31 years old, I think, when he wrote the script. Um, was trying to make it in Hollywood and films and television, just couldn't get that big break. And uh, he took control. He took the bull by the horns. He uh, he wrote his script, and they were going to pay him, I think, a lot of money to uh, replace him and put somebody else in for it. I think they are even talking about Ryan O'Neal at the time. But he said, no, I want to be in it. And uh, for people like me, I don't know about you, Mike, but uh, I'm a dreamer, and uh, I'm a hard worker. And I believe if you work hard at your dreams, uh, they do come true. And uh, – Sylvester Stallone doing Rocky was um, that was a perfect picture of that example and, and seeing it happen. And so every movie he's done, I mean, I, I can't think of any. Maybe some I, I like less than others, but there's none that I don't like. And um, he's my hero, you know. In this business, that's my hero. I uh, can't say anything bad about him. I, I can't. I can't say enough good about him because I just uh, he's such an inspi- inspiration for me. I think we inspire each other in this world. Um, what are your thoughts on Sylvester Stallone and, and how he wrote Rocky? Uh, I, I tell you, I uh, I have the Rocky collection, um, the 40th anniversary edition, and I actually watched the. It was awesome. I got to watch the the um, the cut, the director's cut, and mm-hmm. here in Rocky, you know, I had Sylvester Stallone talk about, you know, how he shot the movie and stuff. And by the way, I am a dreamer because I had a dream. Mm-hmm. I had a dream to uh, to follow my you know my wrestling and and you know every day to stay humble, and that's what mm-hmm. Rocky taught me to stay humble. And right. th- that's that's you know. But my thoughts on Sylvester Stallone, Rocky, I, he is a phenomenal actor. There's no movie that I've seen of his that I was like, that sucked. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anyone. You know, he went from Rocky to 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 Cobra. Loved Cobra. Loved. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that. I watched that last night actually. Cobra. Uh, what, you know, Rambo's everything. You know, even his 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 latest. It's just he keeps on going, and that's what I liked about Rocky. And actually, today there's a tie into Rocky. My father had three strokes. Mm-hmm. And today I told my dad that I'm going to take control of, of you know, after his physical therapy, I'm going to take control. And I told mm-hmm. him, you know, I said, I was sitting at the table, I said, you know, Dad, we got to do like in Rocky Three. we got to get the eye of the tiger. we got to get you, you lost it, we got to get it back. And I started playing the eye of the tiger. 
And he looked at me and he said, are you serious? I said, I'm serious. I said, I'm going to get it back to you. So, so that, that being said, I, 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 I do that. I say a lot of different stuff from the Rocky movie because it inspired me. It, inspi- it inspires me to do good in my life. And I told him today, I said, remember one thing, Dad. If you ever fall down, I'm going to say, Mickey's going to come down and get you because he loves you. <laughs> Mickey loves you. That's right. You, you know, that's, love what he, uh, that's what it was. But I went to Connecticut, though. This is a funny story, too. I went to Connecticut uh-huh. to the wolf, the wolf Den, and I got to meet Survivor. And awesome. they asked me what my favorite song was. And I said, I was like, no. I the Tiger... And burn it hot. Yes. Got to burn it hot. That's right. Shut up. <laughs> but it's a great song. Uh, I, the Tiger, you see I have that as opening song to this uh, radio show every week. Because, uh, I mean, I've had times in my life when I've been down. Many times. And uh, that song, even when I was, gosh, what time that movie come That came out in 82? Uh, Rocky 2? When did that come out? That came out in Rocky 3, that song. And, uh, yeah, 1982, I was 13, and I remember riding my bike in the schoolyard with headphones on, and uh, the, right then and there became my dream song. You know, that's mm. that's that's what kept me going. To the day when I work out, Mike, I still put that song on the radio. On me replay. too. That's, that's, and, uh, when, I, that's <laughs> when, I, when I'm on my way to do my workout, that, that I have the best of Rocky that comes with me. I, I, uh, mm-hmm. I have everything, and I'm like, and even I remember I was young, I was, I wasn't young. I was little in 85, and I remember my mother taking me to see Rocky IV. And actually, mm-hmm. the movie theater is no longer there. Um, it was in Brooklyn, like Avenue mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. And I, rem- mm-hmm. and, I re- and I remember, like, so pumped up for it. And then, like, Apollo died, and I'm like, are you serious? And every, um, you know, and, and it's just, it just takes me back. Uh, pardon the pun, but it takes me back. It takes me back um, to different uh, thoughts in my head. And when I hear "no, it's no easy way out," I think about maybe you know my past and my life mm-hmm. and what I could again, what I could do different. And that's one thing I love about the Rocky movies and how inspirational they were, because people can use them in real life. I mean, how many times do you probably hear people quote Rocky? I've I've heard that millions of times. Yeah, you uh, and it's like what you said. He was always so humble. The character himself was humble, and uh, because that was a part of Stallone, like he he never sold out. I don't think. And uh, but in the movie, when when uh, the uh, the fight promoter, you know, brings him in, he thinks he's going into spar. You know, yeah. Stallone just sits down and he says, you know, how do you want how Apollo Creed wants to give you the opportunity of a lifetime, Rocky. You know. How would you like to fight uh, Apollo Creed for the world championship belt? And he I says, like uh, he, he goes, no. <laughs> I'm just a yeah. ham and nigger. You know, he's the, he's the top. And uh, I was like, what great, because most people write a movie and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to fight him. But uh, he played it humble just like he does himself, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said the greatest word there, and you said humble, because he does. I think that's why we all address it, because right there in that moment, he knew he, he, knew he was a fighter, but he uh, – he knew that he didn't have a chance. That he didn't think he could, he could beat him, you know. And uh, yeah. I love the part anything, in the movie too. Do you have anything derogatory to say about him? Yeah, he's great. 
<laughs> yeah. He's great. Can you say yep. anything, can you say anything cor- derogatory? He's, he's great. <laughs> uh, I, I liked him. And then, of course, Rocky Two. See, Rocky Two was my favorite because okay. it, it was just – it was it was just Rocky's time, and he had to step up. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, Rocky Two was was uh, was just the whole way it was laid out. Like you, you know, Apollo. I thought you said there wasn't going to be a rematch, and then all of a sudden, bam, rematch. Yeah, and I loved how um, I mean they all tie in because you remember so many pieces. Of it. It's almost like the friendships you make in life, you know. Um, you know, Apollo is his rival, but then they become friends. You know, and uh, in Rocky Three, when they uh, they end that 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 movie, and you see the two of them go into the ring, just the two of them. He's like, hey, I ain't hear no bell. And he goes, ding ding, and they go the ends of the two punches. You know, mm-hmm. and then that last movie at Creed, they actually explained what happened, who won. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you saw, but Stallone gives uh, Creed the win. You know, he says, no, he goes, Apollo beat me. You know? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I Of course, I, I have Creed, actually, on Blu-ray. I've seen Creed when it came out, and I've seen Rocky Balboa when it came out. And, uh, and uh, of course, I've seen Rocky Five and Rocky Four in the theaters, and I was too young for the, I was too young for the, the rest. But I loved, um, <laughs> I loved, that was, obviously, I was a big Hulk Hogan fan. Fan, oh yeah, uh, uh, Thunderlips, right? Yeah. Thunderlips, the <laughs> ultimate male, and uh, I I love that. Actually, one of my favorite lines is when Rocky when when Mick is training Rocky outside, and he said, "You always have to wear that 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 greasy sweatshirt," and he said, "It brings me <laughs> luck," and he said, "You know what? It brings me flies." And then he yeah. said that if you want to catch grease, you can catch lightning. You got to catch that chicken. He says, right. I feel like a Kentucky Fried idiot. <laughs> it's a great line, Mike. I love that. I it, it, I can't. Every scene in that movie, I ultimately love, and I love that one with the chicken. And you see the eyes as he rolls his eyes, like, oh god, I got to chase chickens, you know, Mick, you gotta make me chase chickens. And uh, even the scene in the movie when he's, uh, I, I cued this up um, when. When Stallone's in his apartment, you know, and, and Mickey had already kicked him out of the gym for being a leg breaker because, you know, he's trying to make money uh, yeah. working for the local loan shark. And he says, you were, you, you could have been somebody. Mickey says, you could have been somebody, but you're running around for some two-bit loan shark, you know, breaking legs, and you could be the yeah. champion, another champion. And Mick says, you know, I had a chance once, and nobody's there to help me. I want to be there to help you. And, and uh, how many times have you had maybe uh, – and now you're too close to your dad, but did you have somebody you looked up to who you thought didn't give you the chance and then came around – Everybody has a moment like that, you know. Oh yeah, and, uh, I've had a chance. I've had a chance where a, where a guy didn't want to bring me in to a wrestling promotion because he didn't think I was good enough to be a manager, and then he asked me, and, uh, and and I wouldn't do it. I told him, "You didn't give me a chance. What makes you think I'm gonna I'm gonna do it now?" You know. So Mike, I'm interested. Give me a little bit of a history before we come back to Rocky. Um, so Mike has a show, uh, two shows, right, Mike? Uh, here on the uh, Total Driven Network, and it's usually yeah, both I, about wrestling, right? Can you give me a little yeah. bit of your history? So I know you, well, it sounds like you started. What happened? Tell me about your dream and what happened. Well, <laughs> well, it all started. I guess it all started when I got bit by the the wrestling bug. I was a little boy, and mm-hmm. I loved uh, I loved I loved wrestling, and uh, mm-hmm. I always wanted to 
to pursue something in wrestling, either become a wrestler myself. And I heard about a school called Iron Mike's Sharp School. And mm-hmm. my mother's friend at the time was dating Iron Mike Sharp. I didn't even know it. And my mom said, tonight my friend's coming with her boyfriend. So sitting there watching TV, all of a sudden who walks through the dark door, the girl, the lady, and Iron Mike Sharp. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know who you are. He, she's like, he, I'm like, I know who you are. You lose to everybody. And he's telling me about, it's not how I lose. It's, it, you know, he's like, I have a school. It's in Asbury Park and all this. And I'm like, you know, I want to, you know, come down and be a wrestler. Well, I have a bad heart, so that was out. But you can't mm-hmm. be a wrestler because it's, you know, I have, I have, I had a problem with my heart valve. So I skipped okay. it. And I said, okay, mm-hmm. fine, right? I'm never going to be a wrestler. So from the time I met Meyer, my truck was like 95, 95, mm-hmm. something like that. So from 95 to 2006, didn't even think about being in the wrestling business. Just thought about me, you know, whatever. It didn't even cross my mind. Went to mm-hmm. work for a, a, for, for a supermarket, and I met this guy, and I looked at him, and I said, you're a wrestler? He goes, yeah. I said, I used to watch you. And we started talking, and his name is Magic. And Magic mm-hmm. um, said, I was trained by Iron Mark Shop. And I said, cool. And I told him the story. And ever since then, we became friends. In 2008, he, he, call, he called me up one day on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and said, what do you think about coming with me to the wrestling school? I said, to do mm-hmm. what, Magic? He said, maybe be a referee. And I said, all right. Went down there, trained, didn't really like the refereeing. Then he said to me, the next event you come to, bring a sweatshirt and this and that. Oh, no, be uh, security. I said, okay, did security. They liked me. They said, you can come back and do security. Did se- mm-hmm. So the next time I went back there, they didn't have a security shirt for me. So I sat in the audience, and my friend, Magic, was a heel, a bad guy at the time, for people who don't know mm-hmm. the terms. Anyway, he old bad guy. And, uh, you know, so now what do we do, right? So I'm sitting in the audience, and I'm like, you know what? I might as well cheer for him. He's my buddy. So start cheering for him, and people are telling me to shut up, and I'm yelling at them, and people are thinking that I'm part of the show. And then the next thing you know, Magic calls me up on a Thursday. We have a next show. He goes, bring it, write signs, make signs up, and, and, and um, and, and wear, do you have a hoodie? I said, yeah, wear a hoodie, jeans, and uh-huh. come on. I said, what are we going to do? He goes, you're going to be my, my fine guy. So that from then on in, from 2008 and nine to mm-hmm. um, this year until I retire, retired from mm-hmm. it, that's what I, what I was doing. I was going with Magic, and we were doing that. And then last year I got an idea to do um, the podcast, and I, I said, you know what? If I'm going to retire from wrestling, I gotta still be still be a part of it somehow. So now I do interviews with different wrestlers. But it wasn't until, and this is a good tie-in, until I met Wee Wee from the Coco Wee Wee show. Well, it wasn't until right. I met Wee Wee that Wee Wee um, said, you know, hey, you should, you know, I interviewed her for an old station that I was with at the time, right. and then mm-hmm. I left that station frustrated with, with them, and then she said to me, you should come here. Um, oh, no, she said, I have a show, so I called in, and then she liked me, so she made me like um, 
you know, do, doing like like the news, the e news I was giving them, like top five news stories. And I actually got, you know, friendly with Coco and Wee Wee and two yeah. beautiful, beautiful inside and outside women. They're my friends and, and I'm grateful for them. I always thank them. And anyway, and then they hooked me up with my man, Bay Ragney. Bay. The, 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 Bay is the absolute best. So then I got hooked up with him, and they said, you know, why don't you, you know, do a show? And I said, sure. Right. And, you know, they, uh, they has taught me because they just didn't want me to, anybody can go and, and say a show, do a show. Right. But they, they was, was letting me know, Mike, you need to do this for Mike. You need to do that. And criticism right. from, from Bay is, is, is really, really good. So I was happy with that. And I was happy with my transition. Right. And then there's another show on here called The Smith Heart Grapevine, and I actually produce it, and I'm actually mm-hmm. on his show now as a co-host. So that's Excellent. what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing Mike, now. Mike, I have to uh, – we have two guests waiting. Uh, oh, no I problem. I, I in. Just, no, listen, 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 I want to give you a shout-out, though. Uh, I appreciate yeah. the Conan, uh, your brother, man. When can people check out your show? What times? Uh, what day, what five, uh, well, five o'clock on five o'clock on. Well, this coming Tuesday, five o'clock to mm-hmm. seven thirty. There's no show um, on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. so that's, uh, which is this Thursday, so that's out. Um, and then and and also check out uh, on Tuesday the Heart Grapevine with uh, me and well, Smith and myself uh, for at eight o'clock on on this awesome. Network. Totally driven. Radio. Mike, I appreciate you calling in tonight, man. Have a good Thanksgiving, and uh, hopefully we talk again. I'm not, I'm not calling yeah. on one of your shows on these days, so how do well, you? Well, yeah, we gotta um, talk. We gotta, yeah, because we gotta talk. 80s, <laughs> I'm a huge wrestling fan. We gotta talk fan. 80s wrestling. Well, I, I have a video show coming up about that, and I want you involved when I do it. So, um, stay tuned. I'll be in touch with you soon. Thanks, Mike. All right, thank care, you, man. my friend. Have a nice night. No Bye, thank you. Uh, I know we have two callers on hold. Uh, I'm going to ask everybody to be patient. Um, I think one of them is a good friend of mine um, named Walt Jeffries. He is a uh, uh, a veteran uh, for the United States, and uh, he's also a man in blue. And I have a lot of respect for my friend from uh, my days back on Dance Going Air and Dance Party USA. And, uh, Walt, are you there, my brother? Oh, always, Chris. Hey, I just want to start off by saying congratulations to you and Lillian. Uh, on this uh, endeavor of your guys, and it's just it's pretty uh, interesting that you're starting off the conversation tonight about a Rocky movie, considering like a guy coming out of nowhere and becoming something successful. And I wish that for you and Lillian, and the best for both of you. Thanks, brother. Thanks, man. We all we all had a little bit of it in us when we were young, didn't we? So oh, I absolutely. Think we also got it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And getting back to the Rocky movie, the first time I saw the Rocky movie came out in 77, and it's a, it was something that, you know, as a young kid, you didn't really mm-hmm. fully understand, but then as you get into the, the nature of the movie, it's about a guy against all odds that gets mm-hmm. to the point life where he feels like nobody tells him he's good enough, but he doesn't do right. one thing that most people do, is they believe the naysayers and say that you can't do something. And from right. my service in the military, I learned very, very early that um, – I use that as energy. I use when people say mm-hmm. you can't do something or you're not going to be anything or you'll never be anything. I use mm-hmm. that as energy 
to get my motivation up, and that's what that movie pretty much bought for me as a kid. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, you're still pretty buff. Do you ever, I, like I said, I listen to rock, I still listen to Eye of the Tiger when I work out. Is it on your, is it on your song list? <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, that, yeah. Eye of the Tiger, actually, Burning Heart is actually my favorite song out of all. Uh, that's what uh, yeah. Mike, the previous father, said was one of his favorites. Yeah, uh, Walt and I used to uh, listen to Walt was a heartthrob back in the day. Let, let, me, let me brag about you. Hold on. Walt was a heartthrob back in the day. Um, a dancer and he was a favorite, and uh, always a good-looking dude. But now he's like, you can see the Rocky in him, and he does, still does good. I'm sorry. I had to throw some bones there to you, brother. Uh, I, I appreciate it. And, uh, but the same for you, man. You, I mean, age is never, you know, an issue for you or Lily. And I don't know. You guys must be like, you know, vampires at night because you guys stay young. I mean, I don't understand what's going on with that. <laughs> You're the same boat, brother. We all, we all, I, I, you know, I, I think something's happened in the water we drink because I think a lot of us at our age don't, when we were younger, maybe, maybe somebody older saw this way. They, I don't think we look as old as the people our age now when we were that younger, like in the teens, you know, I thought people in their forties looked older than they do now. And maybe that's just me. Uh, or we just have something good in our water somewhere. I don't know. Maybe something happened. Well, but, uh, I, I think it has a lot to do with uh, just keeping up with yourself, you know, making yourself, you're eating healthy, uh, mm-hmm. exercising and, and, you know, and you want to, uh, you want to kind of prolong your life because there's a lot of things you, you wish you would have done when you had the chance to do it earlier. So now you got to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Man, you got to call back again. Cause that Lillian's not here tonight. She's been on every single show, but tonight she's that uh, she had to, she had to travel somewhere today last minute. But, oh, um, I will. Absolutely. I will. She's going to be bummed. Um, she's going to be bummed. She missed you. Well, yeah, um, what's yeah, new with you, man? Anything the, new? No, man. Just the same old, same old, you know, Working good for the good old federal government, you know how it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, you know when you when you're working with people and you see things. But I wanted to bring to light tonight, um, you know, some sorrow in the law enforcement community. Within mm-hmm. the last 24 hours, there's been four shootings, one death within the United States in three different states. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to see people just stop and look at things from a different light and stop just. You know, look at everybody. Look at a police officer and say, you know what? That guy has a family. He's a father. He's got, you know, a mother, father, brother, sister. He's got a lot to lose. And he's out there mm-hmm. doing something that most people would never dream of doing. Um, right. The people that we hunt and the people that we go after are people that most people go to sleep at night hoping that they never knock on the door, but they'd be thankful when we're standing behind that door and, we're the wolf waiting for them to come to the door and take care of them. Right. I um, I my heart broke today because I saw that one police officer who was shot uh, while writing the ticket the other day. I think he was 50 years old and maybe had like two young kids. And that's yep. our that's our that's our age bracket, you know. And I got two young kids. I know you got girls too, a bunch of kids. And uh, absolutely, you know, Chris. And I've nobody... been in law enforcement field for 20 some years, and I've mm-hmm. been at at least 30 police funerals. Um, and, mm-hmm. and that's not even accounting the military funerals I've been to, but you take the oath and you take it for the right reasons. You take it to protect people and do the right thing. Um, mm-hmm. I just think this is a time for our, for our country to come together and stop making the divide bigger than it is. I mean, if there's one thing that we learned from that show and being on as young kids is that you can love anyone. You can be friends mm-hmm. with anyone. There's a race, color, creed, religion, belief. Mm-hmm movies, music, whatever they are, you mm-hmm. find a common ground. And I'm just hoping in America we can find a common ground and get back on our right feet. I agree. Let's, let's pray for peace. Let's pray for love. Let's pray for respect and understanding. And uh, all lives matter. 
and uh, let's all take uh, walk forward and uh, stop killing everybody. You know, it's um, people just trying to do their jobs. You know, they shouldn't be killed. People, um, right. we all just got to learn to respect this and open our eyes and say, what's going on? Um, and yes, there's there's good people and bad people, and that's everywhere we go. But you can't put people into categories because of what they look like or because of who they work for or because of what they do for a living. We're all individuals, and uh, it's just wrong to put people into categories and uh, and to kill, to take an innocent life. Either way, um, it's just not right. So um, I pray for you every day, brother, and, and, and the other people in blue and, and uh, law enforcement and in our military and, uh, and the people on the streets too. I just want everybody to uh, – Think a little differently, like you said. Just ask, you know, ask yourself, do I really want to do this? Stop and think. Um, it's not worth it. And uh, you don't want to take a dad away from their kids. It's the worst thing you can do. You know, somebody's always working because they're, they're supporting somebody. The last thing right. you do is take that support away from them. And uh, because those kids have no, they have nothing. Now they're going to suffer, you know, have a broken heart for the rest of their lives. And it's just too sad. Yeah. I mean, on so, top of uh, that, then you have, a, you have the, the suspect who's involved. I mean, mm-hmm. he's they got caught a family. him, right, today? Yeah. Like, what's, what's you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got a family, and those people are now going to have to deal with this at a time of uh, Thanksgiving and, and celebration. I mean, it's 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 a no-win for anyone. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, hey, what, Walt. Yeah, buddy, go ahead. Okay, good. No, no, I want you to finish that. Go ahead. Finish that thought. I'm sorry. Yeah, so so getting back real quick on the uh, – we got off track there for a second, but getting back on mm-hmm. track with the Rocky movie – um, it's a great thing to talk about because, you know, from being from Philadelphia, the two of us, we looked mm-hmm. and saw all things are possible. And, uh, you know, look at, look at you and how far you've come in your life and the things you've done. Um, mm-hmm. It's a prime example of who we can become if we just put our mind, heart, and energy and, and dedication to something. And Rocky taught us that at a young age, and that's what we carry. Well, I agree with you. Never give up. That's why I say never give up. Never give in. Take care. Face those dreams, man. Um, two questions. One, okay. uh, before you go, uh, you going to come down and join us in one of our episodes, the webisodes? Oh, my God, I would love to. Um, absolutely, <laughs> I would love to. It, it, you know, it just from the time of what I do, um, and, and, and no offense to my greatest of friends that I love and care about, but when I get mm-hmm. time off, the most enjoyable thing in my life is being a father and spending time with my kids. Mm-hmm. So if I can find a time between those things, absolutely, I'd be, I, would, I would be honored to. It would be fantastic. Absolutely. It would be awesome. You know, Bring the kids let me just end this by saying one – go ahead. Go ahead. No, I said if you're let doing it, if thing. you are – go ahead. I'm sorry. I can't... I'm, I'm just sorry. Saying, what, what? You, uh, great minds think alike. We've got good things to say. I'll just say if you do find time to come down, bring the kids with you. We'll include them too. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, and listen. I want you to ask for I got an 11-year-old think she's 18. I want people to bring their kids and so the kids can talk about what they thought of their parents in the 80s, you know, and uh, what they thought was cool. And, uh, I think it's a great concept, so I want to include that. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, yeah, that would be fantastic, yeah. and, uh, and I think my kids would enjoy that. That would be kind of cool. But let me end this conversation and then this awesome sure. conversation with you, Chris, by saying uh, one thing to Rocky, there was a quote in the Rocky movie that I, I keep remembering, and it's drilled in my head. It's mm-hmm. not that life is going to knock you down because it will. It's not how mm-hmm. hard you get knocked down. It's if you get up. And you keep getting up. How many times you get hard? Mm-hmm. You got it. So how many times you can get hit and keep getting It's not about how, many time, how hard you hit. It's about how many times you can get hit and keep getting exactly. up. Exactly. That's how winning is done is what he says. You're absolutely right, brother. I love you, man. Thanks for calling in. I love Please you, too. Please call God back again. Um, 
God bless you and your family and Thanksgiving, pal. All right, brother. Same to you. Wishing you the best for the holidays. Talk to you soon. God bless. Bye. Bye. Uh, we have two more callers. Um, I have one friend of mine on the line, and we have Doug Eager as well. Let's get my friend Bridget on for the next four minutes. We'll go to commercial, and then we'll come back to Doug. Um, but I want to thank, again, send another nice shout-out to uh, Walt Jeffries, uh, former veteran and uh, man in blue for calling in. Uh, it was great to hear from you, Walt. Bridget, are you there? Hey, Chris, how you doing? Hey, how are you? Good. I'm up here in Philly. You are home. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Actually, how long are you here my- for? I'm here till December 5th. I'm here down in right now visiting my aunt, and then we're coming up Wednesday having Thanksgiving with my cousin's friend for Thanksgiving. Are you here through the weekend? Yes. Okay. We're gonna, uh, I, I promise you, if, well, if you're up here, if we tape an episode, a webisode, I want you to come by and stop in for one. So uh, I'll see what I can cook okay. up for this weekend. Okay. And, uh, I'll, I'll be in touch with you. If you can, that'd be really cool. Uh, okay. Bridget is also a friend of mine from way back on Dancing on Air and Dance Party yeah. USA, and uh, right. also a local here, native here in Delaware County. And uh, I, one thing I found out is that you and George Rother, our movie reviewer, are good friends. Yes, we were. We went to the same. He was a, a year ahead of me. I graduated in '87. He graduated in '86. Awesome. So, and it was like remember- thirty years ago. Oh. <laughs> I would say that. It, <laughs> 86 was 30 years ago. I can't get over that. I can't wrap that up in my head. But I remember Walt Jeffrey. Did he have spiked hair on the show? Oh, yeah, yeah. Walt has spiked hair. Yeah. I got my picture cool. taken with him. And he was like the greatest <laughs> hugger. He was the greatest <laughs> hugger on that show. Every time I saw him, oh, how you doing? He, I, I still have my picture with him. Same as when I sent you that prom picture. I'll post that on my wall, and we'll tag him in. If you're not friends with him, uh, I'll tag you in it with it if you're not. Um, okay, okay. Walt's a great but that guy. was Walt, beautiful what he uh, – well, Walt, if you're listening, I remember you. Mm-hmm. But uh, I hugged him after the prom show. But um, what he said about those officers and all of us coming together, that was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was, like, having tears in my eyes with that. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. I mean, it, it, it's, it's too sad. Every time I hear whether it, it's an innocent – you know, if it's an African-American, it's a Latino, a white person yeah. being shot and killed. And uh, your heart breaks again when you hear about uh, a police officer being killed. We just don't want to hear about putting on the news and hearing about innocent lives being taken anymore. Um, yeah. I mean, I, wish, I get it. You know, yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, okay, I'm not going to talk politics here. I get it. Everybody's all upset with the results. But, okay, let's move on here. Now, it's like the next thing, you know, then we see there's like one police officer shot in Florida. One police off, and then, you know, come on. It's like Thanksgiving yeah. coming up. Be thankful that you have your health. Uh, right. You know, sit around your family and just say thank you that you got a roof over your head. And think mm-hmm. about the other families who don't have mothers and fathers, mothers and fathers who are over in peace fighting for our freedom. So just try to remember mm-hmm. that this Thanksgiving. Yeah, there is, there is no – once you pull the trigger – you know, somebody's gone and you can't come back. You can't so let's come give back. Thanks for the, yeah, let's give thanks for the people we have in our lives because no day is promised. You know, every day is, that you're here is a beautiful day. And um, yeah. we never know if we're going to have it tomorrow. So love each moment. Don't take somebody's tomorrows from them. Let them enjoy it. You know, it's, uh, yeah. and let's work That's together to make the world better. All of us. Um, life, is, life is too short, Chris. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I can't oh, talk I, really long. But I want oh, to, I do I want to, to tell you yet. about, okay, I'll go. tell you this real quick. 
Mm-hmm. Everybody forgets Paulie in these films here. Now, he, he was oh like the Oh, my God, no, I love Paulie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rook, what about me, you know? You got a job for me? You talk to Gonzo? Who am I? I'm the big mouth. Or whatever the line was. I forget. But Bert Young. He was like, Bert Young. Is Bert the Young. Oh, my God. That mm-hmm. guy was the support. But it's just like he had, the, like, the laugh lines in those all those films. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. going to play later on at some point. I'm going to play the scene where it's the Thanksgiving scene when uh, it's they're in the house. It's Rocky and Adrian and him off yes. the end of the scene, and uh, she's yes. she, she's like cooking a bird. He says, "Did you cook the bird? Did yeah. you rest and my he takes the- <laughs> You want the bird? Have the bird. He throws it at the wait. Wait. Off. How about yeah. the fourth one? Wait. The fourth one. He goes. I hope they have. Well, this is going to be the most refreshing vacation. He goes like because there's like no cop. He goes, I hope they have my comic books. No television. How am I supposed to watch the Rose Parade in a Rose Parade? <laughs> <laughs> and then he falls in the snow, and I was like, Oh my god! Well, he's like one of the best guys in that film. I got two two questions for you before you go. Sure. One is, what's your favorite Rocky song in the movies? That song by John Cafferty, where Rocky's getting okay. This is right after Adrian. Comes to see him mm-hmm. in Russia, and there's that song by John Cafferty. I, I I don't know the name of the song. Something Hearts on fire. On fire. Hearts, Hearts on, on fire. fire. Mm-hmm. I used to work out to that call. You're the third. You're the third caller, and you're also the third caller to say that's your favorite song. That's my um, favorite song. Yeah. Besides, that's I die awesome. fire. <laughs> yeah, I but I always remember. Yeah. I always remember when I went to go see Rocky too. We I was down the shore. I never saw Rocky one. And my dad filled me in. And after I saw Rocky too, I was like, oh, that's it. And it's, it's about heart, too. You know, it's, he's harder yeah. than the giant and everything. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it is. It, it, you gotta, it, it, it's all about heart and being humble and, uh, and, yeah. and fighting hard to get to what you need, not giving up. And that's all the right. things, like, in, in our neighborhood we, we needed to hear growing up. And uh, because it was so close to us at all, I think. You know, unless you lived on the main line, anything people on the main line, they wanted to be Rocky if they, had, you know, if they were born with a silver spoon. Everybody Let me ask, can identify. Uh, what's well, your second question? Oh, I was going to ask you before you go. Why don't you give me a Yo Adrian? <laughs> oh, okay. Yo Adrian! <laughs> awesome. Totally awesome. Here's one for you. Um, when Paul said, "Rocco, remember the neighborhood." <laughs> That's right. Oh wait, here's, here's remember one for you, Chris. Here's one for you. Have you ever ran up the Rocky Steps? Oh, yes, of course. Yes, that is I. Yes, that is I. <laughs> I, and I, I. I'll do that every day. And I still, I'm glad they still have the Rocky statue. Yes, I remember. People don't know People don't. It's like, well, like, when they see at the end of the film, it's like, is that there? And I say, it was. But then everybody fought because the Philadelphia Army Museum didn't think it was a form of art. Right, but it's still there. It's just off to the it's side. It's still there. You look, yeah. the, you look to the right. If you're looking at the front of the museum, go to your right, and the statue is still there at. on the ground, and you get your yep. picture taken with it. And uh, yeah. I'm glad it's there. If anybody touches that and moves that in the middle of the night, there's hell to pay. You know, I'm gonna go down there. It's a good one too. You know, and uh, uh, so okay. they bring Chris, it back. Chris, 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 you and I will go down there, and we'll get we'll, That's right. and all three of us. <laughs> That's right. It's gonna be trouble. all three of us. Yo, man, we'll show them how it's we do it. Philly Eagle style. 
Okay, Thanks for Craig. calling in. Um, I'll keep in touch with you this weekend. If we shoot anything, I want you to come by if you can, okay? And, and if I know, okay. um, I want you to have a great Thanksgiving with your family, okay? Oh, Thanks you for too, calling. Yeah. And how's your kids as well? Oh, thank you. I will. Thank you. Oh, okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Wow, three great callers. Magic Mike, Walt Jeffries, and my friend Bridget. Uh, we're going to go to a quick break. Uh, for three minutes, we're going to come We're going to come back. And uh, we're going to talk to Doug Eager from the, class, from the band Class of 84. Uh, stay tuned for the next few commercials and, and come back. Thanks. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our stores voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. Are you looking for a mortgage for that new home? Do you want to refinance to a lower rate, obtain cash out, or consolidation? If so, call Anthony Muscarella of Advisors Mortgage Group. Advisors Mortgage Group is a mortgage banker and loan our own money to First Lien Mortgage Loans. We have built a platform for a seamless and stress-free mortgage process, which remains our number one goal for all of our customers. We understand that success cannot be obtained without teamwork and communication, two of our most important strengths. If you're looking to apply for a loan or simply have some questions, please don't hesitate to give Anthony Muscarella a call at 732-749-3333, extension 12, who, by the way, has been recognized by Mortgage Executive Magazine as being one of the top 1% of originators in America. That number again, call Anthony Muscarella at 732-749-3333, extension 12, where we tailor our loans to meet your needs. Advisors Mortgage Group is an equal housing opportunity lender licensed by the New Jersey Department of Banking and Insurance. Branch NMLS number 173453. Loan Officer NMLS number 111400.
All right, welcome back. You're listening to Chris Kelly from 80s TV live on Totally Driven Radio. The number to call in this evening is the same number it is every evening. It's 718-508-9883. We've had some great callers this evening. Uh, today's topic is the Rocky movies because today is the 40th anniversary from November 21st, 1976, when the first Rocky film was, was released. And uh, it still keeps going. It still, it still keeps inspiring. And it's still one of my favorite films. Uh, the next caller is a special guest of ours. His name is Doug Eager. He's from the 80s tribute band, ClassOf84.com. Doug, are you there? I'm here. How are you? You rock, brother. Good, thank you. Sorry you had to wait there. We had a flurry of calls today. <laughs> I always love to That's call. That's okay. <laughs> Better people calling <laughs> than not calling. <laughs> That's right. Not a problem at all. Everybody call here and share your 80s, your 80s talk. What's new, Doug? Um, Nothing. You nothing? know, just uh, working, living, and uh, doing the 80s thing. Um, awesome. We do have a show coming up this weekend on Saturday. So it's going to mm-hmm. be at uh, Valari's in Franklinville. New Jersey. So anybody out there wants to get some good 80s music, uh, feel free to come on out. I think we're starting around 9 o'clock. So it's going to be a good time. It's a nice place. Doug, I have a question. When you guys perform, do you guys always do the the costume contest and all that, or is it just on special events? Uh, We just do that on special events. Okay. I can tell you guys, uh, everyone's going to hear them play. Go check them out. It's not just a band. It's a party. Check it out. That's true. Yeah, That's I'm true. Sure. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, you know, a lot, most of the people don't uh, get dressed up, so you know, the costume contest really has to be kind of promoted as such. Um, so mm-hmm. we don't we don't throw that out every night, but um, yeah. Awesome. We were talking about the. Sorry, Lillian's not here tonight. Um, she's a better voice than I do, <laughs> and a better face. But I don't know about that. Uh, That's debatable. You're stuck with just me tonight, yeah. <laughs> um, but we were talking about the '80s movies tonight because it's actually the 40th anniversary from uh, the launch of the first Rocky film. Can you believe it's like 40? Yeah, years old, how man? about that, huh? I, I know we you and I share the same birthday, August 4th. Hint, hint, hint. Um, are you the same year as me though? I was born in 1970. Were you 70 as well? I'm 71. 71. Okay. Yep. So you were five when it came out then. Do you remember? Yeah, my, when, uh, when do you remember watching them? I didn't. The I time? didn't see the original Rocky. Uh, my first experience um, watching Rocky was um, part two, and I saw that in the theater. So I think that came out mm-hmm. in '79. So I would have been like eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw that one in the movies and then, you know, starting at that one, pretty much, you know, through Rocky five, I, I've seen everyone in the theaters when they came out. So were you like me when you got out, you're all pumped. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Like, and I, and whoever would go home, like we would go home with my friends and like, we would totally emulate the whole scene. And, you know, part two, remember had that fight scene yeah. with the uh, Apollo and, and Rocky, and, and, you know, like, we would just pretend, and, like, we would fall on the floor and pretend like we're getting up on the ropes and everything. And, I mean, just, you know, act it out, like, you know, scene for scene almost as best as we could as, as being eight-year-old. <laughs> Man, what a great – they were great – I can't get over the movies, how cool they were. Um, being yeah. the, mu- the, the music guy, what's, like, your favorite songs from them? I've, I've had the same answer for the last three callers, and I was wondering if you – Well, so I actually answer. have – I have a countdown of the top mm-hmm. – 
five songs, in, in my opinion, what the top five songs are for all the Rocky franchises. Now, I have excluded the theme because that's, that, that kind of rises above all of them. Yeah, in general, going to right? fly now. If you, if, you don't, yeah. if you don't have that theme, you don't have Rocky, right? Right, right. So I left that out because obviously that would, be, that would be number one no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, number five is Burning Heart by Survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number four is No Easy Way Out by Robert Tepper. Do you remember mm-hmm. that one? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was like the little montage scene. I always love the montage music. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three is Living in America by James Brown. Great song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I the Tiger. It got beaten out just by a little bit by number one, Hearts on Fire. And I, I heard somebody else had, had said that that was their number one also, and, and mm-hmm. I have to agree with that. I just love that song. I actually have that in my regular rotation playlist. <laughs> and um, it's true. Like, if, if you're out running and that song comes on, like, you just get, like, an extra, you know, something in your step and you just keep going. <laughs> I'm going to bring that up real quick because I, I can hear the chorus and I want to, I'm trying to think what, what was the big piece that pulls everybody in. Um, yeah, trying to bring that up. And it's also like, that's like, um, you know, and I'm listening to you. I'm sorry. They're like, we remember all the montages from Rocky, but the kids from today, if you just type in like montage, you know, something other this Rocky four one hearts on fire is pretty much the one that you're going to get. It's like the quintessential montage. I just hear that. The build up. Can you hear that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's classic eighties sound. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You can't beat that. And it's like, um, you know, the lyrics are the lyrics are just so over the top, so mm-hmm. And this is Yeah, you feel you this song's awesome. Oh no, I think here we go. <laughs> a great song there. I I actually have a uh, my sister had bought me years ago. Uh, the first time ever, the biggest hits from the Rocky movies, and this has got to be from like the early '90s. I think she got me this. Yeah, 1990. <laughs> this is so many more Rocky <laughs> movies after that, but uh, that was actually uh, number five on the list. They had uh, "Eye of the Tiger" at this point, "Burning Heart," "Living in America," uh, "No Easy Way Out." Um, you mentioned that one, didn't you? Did you the one you said? Yep, yep. That was um, that Hartsville? was my number four pick. Uh, Hearts on Fire. Yeah. Uh, going, going to fly now. Of course, you said that's, that's a theme. And you're right. That should be left out of the, the lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, War uh, by Vince DiCola. I can't think what that is. I think I know what it is. Um, the training montage. <laughs> it's actually what it's called. <laughs> by Vince the training Cola. montage. And uh, so, I, so I guess both of those are instrumentals, I'm assuming. War and training montage are from the same guy, Vince DiCola. And then going to okay, fly mount yeah. now a, a different so one <laughs> two going to fly mount versions they have an orchestra and a uh, instrumental and the one that sings with the words there's not many words to it you know except the one that's like gonna fly now yeah yeah um, <laughs> which I think most people don't even know what they're saying there right this like you hum it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
Did you say um, number two was your favorite? Uh, my favorite movie of all of them, I think my favorite is probably uh, number four. And that's the one the with Russians. Ivan Drago and fighting yeah. the, the Russians, you know. Like, that was like mm-hmm. our whole country was behind that, you know, like fighting fighting yeah. Russia. And it was like, you know, those tensions going on in the 80s. And, and that was just that awesome. Very cool. And that mm-hmm. guy, what's his name, uh, who plays Ivan Drago? Um, Dolph Lundgren. Mm-hmm. Yes, Dolph. that dude is mm-hmm. such a beast, man. <laughs> and I've never seen anything like that guy, really, in any any movie. You know, like he was so big mm-hmm. and everything, and like I mean, you really believe that he was like this just roided out monster that wanted to just crush everything, as he says in the movie, right? <laughs> I'll, I'll crush you. <laughs> I must break you. Um, yeah, and, yeah. and they show him, they show him punching the um, that, that register and punch the thing that registered his punch is like ten thousand. Yeah. PSIs per punch. It was like something crazy. Yeah. Like it will it break like, your face. <laughs> the the average person when he punches it goes up to like you know it's like fifty and then he punches and it's like ten thousand eight hundred. <laughs> <laughs> and the girl the girl who plays his uh, the 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 Russian girl was his was Stallone's wife at the time. Um, uh, uh, Bridget. Bridget Nielsen. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah yeah. It was, I don't know if she was at the time or she became his wife after it's one or the other. But She uh, might have been. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think and, uh, four was my favorite. I, I loved three. Uh, three was great. Like, mm-hmm. Mr. T, right, was in that one, Clever Lang. You ain't nothing but a paper champion. Come here, woman. I <laughs> feel real, man. Yeah, you got a big mouth, you know. Love that scene. <laughs> and that I was actually good. Like, have... I mean, it was like, you know, the whole thing with, like, him in the beginning, like, getting caught up with the celebrity part of it and not really yeah. focusing on training, and then so he loses the fight, and and um, you know Mick Mick goes down in that one, and that's real sad. So mm-hmm. you know he definitely like you know even even the Rocky films. I mean, they kind of became a little bit you know stuck with the formula, but at the same time there was always something a little bit different, you know. And I think that's yeah. why it kept yeah. us going mm-hmm. back to see each one of them, you know. Yeah, it was, you're right. It was the same formula, but they they. Twisted up a little bit, so you never expected Mickey to die, you know, or right, die yeah, because exactly. you know, uh, Mr. T scared him, you know, pushed him, whatever it was, and uh, yeah, that was I've been ever crying. I was sad, I was so sad because Bird yeah. and did that, that piece so awesome, you know. Yeah, um, go get him. And kid. the very end, end of four. Remember when he gives the big heartfelts to Russia? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, and we were saying hey, that earlier. I, I, we can all just get along, you know. Can we all just get <laughs> yeah. along? If if you can change, yeah, we can change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I uh, and I, I don't know if you heard the call a little while ago. I had a friend of mine, Cohen, who was a vet, and um, he's also a detective now. And he was yeah. saying, that, you know, pray for you know people just killing innocent lives and. Uh, and I guess that still applies, you know, even today. You know, can we all just get along? Absolutely. Of course, Russia's still our Cold War person. It seems like hopefully they'll get better. But um, just here in our own country, we need to get along. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Prayers for all innocent lives uh, taken too quickly, especially around here at Thanksgiving time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, what, I, um, you, they, I mean they had... It had some great music. Uh, some of the, mm-hmm. some of the, you know, I the Tiger. Of course, that was. I mean, I I don't know how many sold all pan, but that probably I'm gonna have to guess is the highest selling single from all of yeah. the. Well, probably other than than the main theme, but. 
Um, probably as far as all the rock songs go, it's probably the highest. Song. I think. Let me look it up. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's it's sold over nine million copies. Wow. So, I mean, that's you know, by any mm-hmm. standards, even for any rock band, even the Rolling Stones, that is a lot of mm-hmm. albums. It's gigantic. <laughs> They'll never have to work again. <laughs> I remember they did a, a contest here in Delaware County. I think one of the radio stations was doing it. And they had to get five people inside of an RV. And they lived in there just like basically they wanted to see how long they could stay in there. And they constantly mm-hmm. played Eye of the Tiger like over and over <laughs> and over. And that was part of the thing. I, like they had to listen to it. And as soon as the track would end, it would just be on repeat. Yeah. I would win that. I would win that because I that's me at the gym. I just put it on nonstop. <laughs> and I got Metallica, I got Slayer, I got everything heavy in my in my sound deck, but once I have the tire comes on, I can't take it off. It's it's just on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I want those rocky guns, you know. Because I, I was he's short. I, I I was in Creed and uh I stood next to him for most of the day, luckily in my scene and uh I mean, yeah. he's, they say he's short, but he's actually, I'm not a tall guy. I'm only like five, almost five, nine. He's got to be closer to like five, four, five, five. I was really shocked at how small oh, he really? is. Oh, really? Wow. Mm-hmm. But he's just like one of those little Italian guys that you ever meet from uh, from the city, you know, that is yeah. built like a, like a Mack truck. And uh, <laughs> he just gave you hope. Because <laughs> yeah. you're a tall guy, right? Because you're, you, you're, you're, you're always you're lucky you're tall. How tall are you? It's five, I'm, I'm six, six foot, right? Six one. Yeah. 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 Us short guys always had to work hard to try and uh, <laughs> I mean, short guy complex. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, let me get a glass of water real quick. I'm sorry. It's hot. We have the so hot air. Yeah, I got some my, other uh, little facts from some of the songs here. So, mm-hmm. uh, the song Burning Heart made it all the way up to number and the only other song that that uh beat it out in the number one spot why it didn't reach number one was that's what friends are for remember that song oh yeah it's um, that's Dionne that, warwick I mean, stevie wonder yeah and that's Mel a hard John. song to beat out but but burning heart i mean surprisingly mm-hmm. enough it went all the way to number two right right behind that one um another bit of trivia is that song no easy way out uh the guy robert mm-hmm. tepper who sang that he uh, co-wrote the song called Into the Night with Benny Mardones. Do you remember that song? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Into the Night. Yeah, it was a slow song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he helped mm-hmm. co-wrote that one. Uh, what else do I have in my little fact sheet here? Of course, John <laughs> Cafferty, who did Hearts on Fire, he's from the John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown, the right. Beaver Brown Brook Band or something like that. The Beaver Brown Band. Yeah. They did most of the music something for... Like what was it? What's the what's the movie they did all this music for? Um, uh, the the guy's a singer, rock singer. He disappears. Um, oh yeah, um, Eddie and the Cruisers. Eddie and the Cruisers. Oh yeah, I got this special. Yeah, that. that's a great movie too. Yeah. And uh, that that that's the same band, right? That's the Beaver Brown Brown band. Uh, I Am think I so. It right. Mhm. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, let's see. I know he also did um, that real slow song that was from. Uh, Family Ties soundtrack. Remember, it was like, "What would you do?" Um, oh, it's one of my favorite songs. What would you do? do yeah, at yeah, this moment. yeah. That's right. At this moment, yeah. Yes, yes. <clears throat> Sound face. Yeah, he also did that one. So I tell you, that guy's a certified hit maker. <laughs> Damn right. 
<laughs> but speaking of that, Eddie and the Cruises, I saw that probably only, I don't know, a year or two ago. And actually, I still really like that movie. It kind of had me all you caught up. You saw it a year or two? Like, yeah. Oh, wow. What, whatever happened to that guy? <laughs> I saw that movie for the first time in Barclay Square Shopping Center in uh, the Eric really? Twin movie theater. Yeah. The last thing yeah, I saw in Barclay Square was uh, Witchboard. Which was like a horrible I remember the name 80s. of that. Yeah, horror it was movie, like a bad 80s horror movie. It had Tawny mm-hmm. Kitane in it from uh, the White Snake video. <laughs> she was... It was she awesome, was the man. star. And it's, yeah, that's the reason to see it. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. We have George well, coming on next to a drop. We'll have to ask him what his thoughts are if he remembers that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See if he does. I mean, he probably does. Yeah, it was all about the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I do remember that movie. Yes, I do. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, hang- just getting back on Rocky, though. I mean, Rocky was, I think, just a great um, – influence on kids too like i mean i was i was the perfect age to kind of watch that stuff and i didn't take it as yeah you know it was it was a boxing movie but it wasn't like um you know two people just going and and beating each other up it wasn't like a violent movie it was more just like right. you said like somebody over overcoming um the odds to 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 do something you know Mhm. yeah no you're you're absolutely right um it's uh it's more than just a boxing movie. It's it was a, uh, it's inspiration, you know. Yeah, and I, I didn't see and, Creed. Uh, you saw you you were in that, right? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, the press conference scene. If anybody's really quick, <laughs> when the uh, <laughs> the bad guy comes into play as he's approaching the press table, if you hit pause, you'll see me with a press camera. There's a couple scenes in there. Nice. I put the photos up before, <laughs> but it's hey, it's right clean the scene. And when they did it, when they shot um. When they shot the movie before that, Balboa, I actually auditioned for that as well, and I had I was I had a scene in that, but I couldn't make it. But the Philadelphia Inquirer got me in front of the the crowd outside of these lines were just huge, were blocks and blocks and blocks of people trying to audition. Oh, really? And uh, I'm the only guy who saw the camera guy. <laughs> I got my leather jacket <laughs> on. I turn and do my cool pose, and uh, all these people just yapping away. And there I am on the front page of the Philadelphia Inquirer, doing my Rocky <laughs> pose. <laughs> So I can see that up and put that online this week. Um, I, I love the movies. I, I can't get enough. And uh, one day, if my dream ever came true, if I made it, if I made it in the big leagues, I would love to be in a film with Stallone, even if it's like a small part. But I have a main part that connects with them. Uh, yeah, that would be a dream. They never so, like, they come true. Yeah. If you have a, uh, if you like, it for you, if in music. Um, do you have a dream if you could play with somebody? Who would it be before you before your time comes? Uh, it, I mean, well, there's probably any number of people, but I mean, you know, my whole my whole it would be the my whole person. musician fantasy is like going to like a concert of like a band you really like, and something mm-hmm. happens, something horrible happens to their drummer like on the way to the show, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Is there anybody out there in the audience that can play <laughs> our song?" And I'm like, yeah, I can. And they're like, come on up, buddy. We need you. And then I, I go up, and I totally <laughs> shred the song. <laughs> <laughs> well, give me a band. Give me a, tell me if, it, give me, if it could be one band in oh, particular, okay. if you had one choice. Any kind of, like, I mean, any kind of, I mean, it could be Journey, but it could also be, like, Pearl Jam and Foo Fighters and all that stuff. Okay. And I, mm-hmm. I don't care. There's lots of drummers I'd like to see something happen to. 
<laughs> hey man, you know it's, it's funny you just said that. I um, you know, I took a business trip recently to uh, Romania, and yeah. uh, we're talking about the, they're they're telling me they love the hard rock bands of the eighties. They're huge Metallica fans. You know, they loved Europe. Yeah, Europe was there was European. And uh, yeah. I said, we guys, they love, like, we love American music. I'm like, oh, you guys like Pearl Jam? They didn't know who Pearl Jam was. Six people in a room, really? all in the 30s, didn't know who Pearl Jam was. And I was like, do they not huh. play in Romania? <laughs> I was huh? really shocked. <laughs> That's um, interesting. So my I, friends I in Romania. Won, but who knows? Yeah. I must send my friends in Romania some Pearl Jam albums just to, uh, to bring them up to speed. Yeah, maybe, maybe that'll we, be your thing. Like, you'll be the one to introduce Pearl Jam to Romania. <laughs> That'd be my big claim to fame. <laughs> I've And then today. when when you go the there, you out. can set up the you can set up the concert to like you know to bring back Romania and uh, make sure that something happens to their drummer so that I can play. There we go. That, we're gonna we get the whole thing worked out. And a big shout out to my friends in Romania for listening um, and some colleagues there. Uh, thanks for the hospitality, and I will make it back, and I will bring gifts and a drummer next time I come back. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, do you have time to stick around with me here? We're going to bring sure, yeah, George absolutely. on. Awesome. Absolutely. We uh, we have another guest on the line. Uh, he's our other special guest. Uh, his name is George Rother. He is otherwise known as the Movie Guy at MovieGuy247.com. George, are you there? I am. And you were talking about one of my favorite places in the world. Where? Romania. That's where my wife's really? from. Get out of here. I was in Bucharest for nine days about two weeks ago. Well, where's, she, where's, I was she, bit, where's she from? My wife is from Vaslui. Um, okay. She, that is about <clears throat> five hours from Bucharest. But is she uh, close to Romania? She, so is she close to uh, Transylvania then? They told me that uh, Castle Transylvania is like a day. Six hours. From Vaslui, it takes about a day. <clears throat> A day to get to oh, uh, Transylvania. Okay. Yeah, that's up okay. in the mountains, the uh, Vaslui. Mm-hmm. It's a small place. But, yeah, great big shout-out to my wife, Donna, from Romania. I love her. Hey, baby. Hey, Donna. How are you? Bon. Uh, they, they, what did they teach me there? They said, uh, was Bon hello? I learned a couple words there. Uh, bon? Is bon? Is Bon thank you or hello? Is she near you? Honey, is <laughs> He wants to know the word bon. Is that hello? Yes. Ah, see? Bon, Donna. <laughs> I learned something the other way. <laughs> bon, it means money. Money? So, so it means hello, hello and money? Hello? Oh, no, no, hold on. Hold on. What did you say? The word bon, does it, it mean hello? Bon means money. How do you say hello? Buna is hello. A buna. buna. I'm sorry. She's right. Buna. I'm sorry. She's correct. Buna. So I forgot a little bit, but yeah, Buna. Buna Donna. <laughs> yeah, he says Buna Donna. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small world. That's really cool. I really, I didn't know what to think of it when I went to it because I thought the only movies I'd ever seen were like movies like Hostel or like uh, Taken and uh, other than Dracula. I didn't, I didn't know much about Romanian. I was kind of scared. Well, um, the only hostility I encountered in Romania was my first wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were uh, yeah. the people there were so welcoming, and the city had so much history in it. It was it was way far from what I was imagining, and uh, I would go back there again in a heartbeat, happily. R- Romania is awesome. It, it, there's a mm-hmm. lot of <clears throat> there's a lot of beauty there if you know where to look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I loved it. And to answer something else you guys were talking about, yes, I do remember the film Witchboard. I saw it the <laughs> one week it played in the movie theaters. <laughs> the one <Yeah>. week. <laughs> it played exactly one yeah, week before that. Barclay Square kicked it out for something else. That's, that's right. That's where I saw it, Barclay Square. My brother and I, we lived right behind there in the apartment, and we walked up to see it. And, man, I tell you, it was, uh, you know, it was 80s horror movie, so it was, it was what it was, right? <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty crappy, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually friends with the now. I'm actually friends with the director on Facebook, Kevin Tenney. Oh, oh really? really? Check that out. So we've talked a couple of times. Did, did he um, did he do anything else? Um, the only other one that comes to mind is the original mm-hmm. Night of the Demons from 1986, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of others. I'm just not at the computer right now to look it up. Yeah, but but uh, Night of the Demons—that's a good horror flick. Hmm. Now you guys were talking. Too. You guys were mm-hmm. talking about the Rocky movies, right? Okay. Um, well, last year, <coughs> excuse me, the cough is back, as you can hear. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, I rewatched all the Rocky films in anticipation of seeing Creed, mm-hmm. and I had forgotten. How good those movies really are. I mean, heck, yeah. I even liked Five. Mm-hmm. I did too. A lot of people don't. I did. Uh, Tommy I thought Gunn. the street fight at the end was cool. <laughs> I agree with you. That's yeah. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. The only one that really left me kind of cold was the sixth one, Rocky Balboa. And that's only because I couldn't buy the premise that the Boxing Commission would give a man of his age with his health problems um, – a license to box, even an exhibition match. Because if you recall at the beginning of five, they told him about brain damage, one hit to the mm-hmm. head and you could die. So mm-hmm. I was trying to reconcile that. Like, And they're going to give him a license to do it anyway? I mean, that was just yeah, my kinda, gripe. With the, I'm sorry. I kind of feel like they forced that scene in there. I, I, I remember when I watched the member. I, I recall, I kind of felt like they forced that. I felt like it was a forced scene and it didn't need to be in there. Because of that. Which scene was that now? Where he goes to the board and argues for his right to go in there and fight. Oh, I guess, I guess, yeah. I guess they had to explain why he was even able to fight in the first place. Right. Aside from that, it wasn't a bad picture. I felt like, okay, they're following his character. We're seeing him at a certain age. He's now widowed, and uh, this is where he is in life. So I thought that aspect of it was interesting, um, You know, him running a restaurant and all. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then as did for last like year's Creed... Go ahead. Did you like the scene where he talks to his son? Did you find that uh, moving at all? He gives uh, a speech about um, getting hit hard. About how I, hard guess it hit. Was, I guess it was kind of moving. I, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Then, no, I, uh, I, liked it. I liked it. Go ahead, I'm sorry. As for Creed, what can I say? <clears throat> the best one since the first Rocky. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Stallone should have gotten the Oscar last year for Best Supporting Actor. He was robbed. Yeah. I got very but, sad when they when they pitched the idea of um, him being sick. And uh, I think they can't do this just yet. <laughs> and I think there'll probably be another installation and uh, the film will end. But I, uh, well, hopefully, was, I hope, hopefully they'll do a sequel and we'll see more about Balboa. Yeah, yeah I, I would feeling, like to see another Creed movie. I have a feeling they're going to try and pass the reins. 
The only my only complaint about Creed that I didn't like. Did you see it too, Doug? No, I didn't. I didn't watch it. No. Um, the only scene I didn't really like or I didn't buy either was when they tried to bring modernize the scene when Rocky's running through the streets. You know, the kids are chasing him, and they did it with the dirt bikes. I felt like that wasn't real to me. That I, was kind of that was kind of what, what's the word? Corny. Yeah, yeah corny. That's the word. Mm. I thought that 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 they didn't put that in there. That kind of bugged me. Other than that, I, I really did enjoy it. Oh, it's, um, it's a hell of a movie. So. Let's see what's going on. Well, Thanksgiving is upon us, mm-hmm. and I have my movies that I watch every Thanksgiving. Which are? So, give us, well, some, of give course, us something to watch. <laughs> well, of course, there's that Thanksgiving classic, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that movie. Mm-hmm. Those aren't pillows. <laughs> <laughs> I like what he says. He says, he says what, do you think, what do you think the temperature is out here? And he says, one. <laughs> okay, the scene on the road. You're going the wrong way. Hey, how does he know where we're going? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, do you think this vehicle is safe for road travel? Yes, yes, I really do. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, Yes, I do. He's like, yeah, all, all the dashboard, uh, everything's out except for the radio. Radio works, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that movie's just so darn quotable. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. I mean, that's that's a classic, classic movie. I could probably watch that every time that it's on. It's just great. Now, the other one I always watch is The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas with Burt Reynolds and Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That takes place around Thanksgiving. Okay. And <clears throat> on a personal note, I remember going to see that movie at the Lansdowne Theater the night before Thanksgiving, 1982. <laughs> wow. My dad and I decided to go catch that movie. I had been wanting to see it for months, and I mm-hmm. finally managed to talk him into it. And <laughs> we went that night, and I thought it was great. And I've watched everything year in Thanksgiving since. <laughs> well, since what, I got um, my own copy, anyway. Yeah. So there's that. And the other one I watch most Thanksgivings is a drama called The Ice Storm, starring Kevin Klein and Joan Allen. <clears throat> Have you heard of that one? I haven't. No. Have you done? Okay, no, it's from 1997. It's a 70, <clears throat> excuse me, a 70s set drama uh, about a fam- couple of families and over Thanksgiving weekend. Well, the families weren't very functional to begin with. But things just kind of get a little worse over the Thanksgiving weekend, and it all culminates in a tragedy. Now, I know it's not the happiest film, but <laughs> it always fascinates me because it's just so well acted. Mm. So those are my Thanksgiving movies. Do you guys have any what of your own? I'm trying to think if there was one that came on. Of course, when I think of uh... – I think of movies as television, movies that come on television um, during the holidays and around Thanksgiving time. Um, is there a a, a, a Peanuts Thanksgiving movie? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Charlie Brown pumpkin. Thanksgiving. A Charlie yeah. Brown Thanksgiving. Which one's that? Yeah, I love that. Is, that. is that the girl with the red hair? I can't remember. That's the one where Peppermint Patty invites herself over for Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Heaven um, Patty and uh, what's her friend? Um, her Marcy. Saying, her and friend Marcy. Saying, yes, sir. <laughs> Stop calling me sir. <laughs> I'm telling you, even back then, it was pretty obvious the true nature of the relationship between Pat Peppermint Patty yeah, and Marcy. I think, so. I think so. They would have probably been a little more out about it nowadays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think we know who the butch is and, well, who the other one is. I don't know if I can say that on the radio, but. (laughs) I loved Pigpen. Every time that kid walked in the dust cloud. Pigpen, yeah. This cracked me the hell up. (laughs) Oh, Pigpen on the Halloween special. How did you know it was me? (laughs) (laughs) I was watching the the Thanksgiving one with my daughter a couple of weeks ago. Well, not a couple, probably a week ago, but. Uh, she was cracking up at the scene where uh, Snoopy is, is entrusted to, like, put together the table. And all of a sudden, he gets into a fight with a fold-out chair. Remember that? Yes. Well, I just watched it a few <laughs> nights ago, so yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, what the, about, the music um, is great, too, because it's like total 70s, yeah. you know. When Woods is like, little birdie. It's all <laughs> funky and stuff. <laughs> you want to talk about dated? Um, earlier this year, or earlier this year, I watched the Easter one. It's the Easter Beagle, Charlie Brown. Oh yeah. I literally haven't seen that since like the seventies. I'm watching this and I'm like, Good Lord, Schultz was doing drugs. I mean, I just got. There were a couple moments there. It got really weird, and I'm thinking, Really? I, I whoa. haven't seen that one in a, a long time. Watch it next Easter if you can find it. I'm not sure if they <laughs> okay. show it on TV. I found a copy online and watched it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was really strange. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, I don't really have – I don't know, other than the Peanuts, Charlie Brown, though. Like, um, you know, my, my daughter finds all sorts of Thanksgiving stuff, but it's, you know, it's, it's stuff that's out now, like kid, kid-related stuff. But, um, <laughs> you know, it seemed like when I was younger – we kind of went from Halloween and then, you know, you just want to go right into Christmas, you know. Thanksgiving was an afterthought when I was 10 years old. <laughs> oh, Christmas. Yes, that's coming too, isn't it? Yeah, it's coming. We got all next month to talk about that. Bah humbug. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, well, unless you go to the store, any supermarket, any uh, main store now, they already got Christmas stuff up. Oh, the hell. It. They've had the Christmas decorations up since August. I don't even yeah. notice them anymore. <laughs> and I'm trying to think. Um, and Don, kid, oh, and came, uh, oh, this is yeah. good. Donna just told me we never took our Christmas decorations down. And looking around, <laughs> we didn't. You are ahead. So of you're the game, you're the one. <laughs> I wanted to leave the tree up all year, but she wouldn't let us do that. No, she insisted we haul that out to the trash, and I thought it's not that brown, but okay. Um, okay, okay that's a joke. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to just leave it up, man. No, you get the right idea. I, I'm with you. <laughs> um, there are. I'm trying to think. So, Doug, I want to come back to a song later. Um, it's always connected to Thanksgiving to me because we're talking about Thanksgiving stuff now for a second. Um, yeah. And it's the one. It's uh, Arlo Guthrie. Um, Alice's Restaurant. To, yes, it's a great song. Oh yeah, yeah, 45. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll talk about that. We can talk about that later. But uh, um. That's from a movie too, right, George? Yeah, I have not seen that in years, mm-hmm. but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that takes place around Thanksgiving, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that is and, cool. Uh, I should rewatch that. I was trying to think. Um, oh, and so again, movies that come on television certain times of the year. When we were kids, what was associated with Thanksgiving? And uh, I remember watching Pippi Longstocking, but I don't remember if that was Easter or if that was Thanksgiving. And I don't know if that's even hmm. still out there anymore. I wouldn't know either. I was never into Pippi Longstocking. I don't remember that. What? I probably had a crush on her. I had a crush on everybody on television at one point. <laughs> um, at, at five, six years old, I was allowed to have a crush on Pippi Longstocking. That's okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I can't say what else came on really at Thanksgiving. Not much. I mean, they always played, like, the Easter movies, you know. I mean, the... No, I can't think of anything. Pilgrim movies. And I can't even tell you any of those that I remember. I just remember seeing them in black and white. Yeah, yeah and I'm kind of think of it. I can't think of too many Thanksgiving they did specials. Have like a, um, didn't they have, um, you know, those uh, Saturday morning cartoons? There was like Conjunction Junction and all that stuff. Didn't yeah. they have a, didn't they have a uh, Pilgrim one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Schoolhouse did. Rock did mm-hmm. do something about the Pilgrims. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Schoolhouse Rock, that's what it was. I think they, they did something in there with, with the Pilgrims and probably very, uh, you know, washed down for, for Saturday morning cartoon viewing. But, yeah. Well, he, the kids got to learn somehow, and three That's or four right. minute increments, it's just right. That's I mean, right. this is the all you need it's the only way in fifth grade <laughs> I ever remembered the preamble to the Constitution. <laughs> when we were learning that, I just thought of that song that was on. So, not sure if the teacher appreciated that, but <laughs> she was an old grouch anyway. So, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, yeah, what's new tough. now? So what's new now? Yes. Okay. Well, in the movies right now, at the top of the box office is Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And it is a spinoff of the Harry Potter franchise, meaning it takes place in the same universe. And there are references to like Dumbledore and Hogwarts, Mm -hmm. but it's not a Harry Potter sequel or prequel. It's a completely different story with a bunch of new characters. Mm-hmm. So none of, none of the Harry Potter characters are in it at all? Not in it, no. Like I said, okay. a couple are mentioned in passing. Right, but, but it's, it, it, this is the one that's, that's written by the same author, right? Same author, J.K. Rowling. Okay, right. And it's a lot of fun. Um, it's just a, it's one of those – how to describe it? It's just a good movie to see. Um how to? How do I? It. I'm losing my words here. Um, <laughs> and I just wrote the creature. Are they that, that are good? They, huh? Are they fantastic well, creatures? Are they really cool to see? Like some of them are really cool to see. Um, yeah, obviously the effects are CGI, but uh, they don't get too nuts at the CGI. And uh, there's a bit of a subplot to it. Um, something about um, how to put it. Yes, it's making a statement on what's going on currently in the country with our tendency towards xenophobia and being afraid of everybody who's different. So there's mm-hmm. actually – I didn't mean subplot. I should have said subtext. Mm-hmm. So there's that going okay. for it. And surprisingly, it's a bit dark. It's not for little kids. It's, I mm-hmm. think they have older kids in mind for this one. Um, whereas Harry Potter, that's centered around a bunch of kids at school. These mm-hmm. are grown-ups, and they get into some pretty dark business. So it's a it's a good movie. Um, 
I like that one. Now, the one I highly recommend, I went to the Ritz Theater in town and saw a film called Nocturnal Animals. Mm-hmm. Now, that one stars Amy Adams and Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. That's the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, when, uh, cause oh, I recognized yeah. the title, and then I was trying to figure out what that one was. Yeah. So is that a stalker movie? It's not a stalking movie. Um, it may it may look like it, but there's a bit mm-hmm. more to it. Like, okay, so Amy Adams, she plays this uh, really affluent woman whose life is really not happy. I mean, she's bored. She's miserable with her husband who cheats on her. One mm-hmm. day she gets a package in the mail. It's from her ex-husband. It's a novel he's written. He's dedicated it to her. So she starts sure. reading it. And it's this really dark, violent story about a family traveling across Texas, and they have a run-in with some uh, sociopathic rednecks who end up kidnapping the wife and daughter. So, her yeah, this is like the um, what do you call it? The book within the movie kind of deal. So with the dual narratives, they keep going back Mm -hmm. to her. And it kind of starts to affect her because she starts to think about her own life, which leads into the third narrative in which they flash back to when she was married to her ex-husband and how things were then. And what that does is provide context as to where they both are now presently in life. Mm -hmm. So the way it's constructed, it's really fascinating. Um it's a great film, and I know it's on my top ten of the year list, and I highly recommend it, and I really hope they open it you know, wider so more people can see it. Yeah, no, but, that's really good. Is, is, it, is it understandable? Like, do you get to think when you watch it of what's going on? Like, I'm thinking okay. of the movie with Jim Carrey, for example. Okay, okay. You know it's understandable. It's mind? Okay, good, good. Mm-hmm. It's, I would say it's understandable, but at the same time, the director doesn't answer every question. He leaves some okay. things vague, and at the end, it ends on this <clears throat> with this really ambiguous scene. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not go- I'm not going to go into details. I'm just going to say okay. it ends on a note of ambiguity. Mm-hmm. And the idea, I think, is that it's supposed to get people talking about. So, what did this movie mean? What did it mean when they did this? What does all that kind of thing? It's the mm-hmm. kind of movie that really gets your mind working. Like you're trying to think mm-hmm. about it like what was this guy getting at? Mm-hmm. So, I've been enjoying doing that, uh just thinking about it. No, I like that. Yeah, definitely. It's on my to watch list. Oh, uh, it should be. What, are you a Star Wars fan? Are you excited about this next um piece coming out? I am. I am a Jedi fan. I was there opening night last year for Force Awakens, and I fully mm-hmm. intend to be there opening night for Rogue One. But I've been trying to. Th- sure, no, go ahead. Oh, what You're I was going to say. <laughs> what I was going to say. Okay, I think Rogue One looks good. That being said, I think Disney is in danger of overplaying their hand with their plan to release a new Star Wars film every year. Prior to this, Star Wars films came out every few years, you know, when they were doing the trilogies, and then there would be mm-hmm. a long time until they start the next trilogy. What mm-hmm. that means is any time a Star Wars movie would come out, 
it was like an event. By releasing one every year, they kind of take something away from it. Mm-hmm. So I think they're in danger of uh, making a mess. Yeah, because I think when they – I want to follow the story. So this is like a break-off story, right? The Rogue it's One. a spin-off story. It's uh, – mm-hmm. okay, as you remember, Star Wars is predicated on the stolen plans for the Death Star and mm-hmm. how to destroy it. Well, this is the story of how those plans were obtained. Awesome. You just filled yeah, in the big gap for me. It looks like a mm-hmm. nice little subplot there. And, I mean, mm-hmm. until they – you're right. Until they get their first franchise movie that doesn't do very well, you'll probably see them come out with them, you know, like I said, every year until one of them just, you know, until, until the audience has had enough. I hope it doesn't happen, but I think they're really taking too much of a gamble with it. But, hey, that's just my opinion. (laughs) It's tough. I mean, but I tell you, I mean, one of the hottest costumes this year for Halloween was all the Star Wars stuff. It was, um, who was the girl in the last one? Uh, What the hell was her name? Ray, I think. Yeah, she Mm -hmm. was a very popular costume. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's just, I mean, but this is like for kids who were, you know, five to ten years old, and they they look up to these characters just as we did when we were kids. Mm-hmm. I went to a party last year, a Halloween party last year, dressed as a Jedi. I had a Jedi robe and everything, and awesome. I fully intended to wear it to see The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. But I heard rumors that they weren't going to admit people wearing costumes because of what? security concerns. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So I left it at home, and I left it at home, and I got there, and people were in costume. (laughs) It would have been the first time I ever did such a thing. Uh, That would have been fine. I would do that, I think. And and just leave. I mean, they could just leave your lightsaber at the door, (laughs) put your name on it. Um, Your costume, costume is just closed. So I mean, they still can, they still patch it. I've been to movie theaters in the past where they patted you down. I think once or twice. I know nightclubs. Oh, I've been patted down at a few movie theaters. When I went to see New Jack City, I got patted down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) New Jack City, I remember that. (laughs) Well, I suppose it was my fault. I went to see it in the city. Um, (laughs) I really hadn't heard anything about the violence in the theaters until I was heading down there. And I mentioned to somebody I was seeing it, and they mentioned, do you watch the news at all? Have you heard that there have been fights in theaters showing this movie? I was like, hmm. no. I thought it was like just this cop movie. Well, I show up at the yeah. theater, the one that used to be on 15th and Chestnut. Um, yes, I was the only white guy there, by the way. Um, I'm there with my book bag. Guy asks uh-huh. to see inside my bag. All right, whatever. Then he asks me to open my coat. Okay, whatever. Then he has me hold up my arms while he pats me down. And I'm like, what's the deal? It's like, mm-hmm. well, we've had some problems. We're looking for weapons. It's like, I see. Okay, whatever. <laughs> it was interesting. I, I never wow. had that happen. Never had that happen going to a movie before. So, well, well, yeah, you, I, you I know remember, what? I, I did see it in the theaters. I don't remember where I saw it, but um, we never had any incidents like that. And there was there was nothing nothing happened at. at, at at our place, so yeah, but nothing you know happened what? when I went. In this day and age, though, with the uh, we've had a couple movie go or uh, movie shootings, 
So uh, if I take my kids to a film, you know, I'll be honest with you, I'd be happy if they pat me down and did a metal detector at every movie theater because yeah. I don't want to sit there. You're you're most vulnerable sitting there watching a movie. The last thing you would think about is some maniac pulling out a gun and shooting you from the back of the, the movie theater you yeah. can't see. I've only ever yeah. been to one movie where there's been an altercation inside the theater, and that was Oliver and Company, a Disney movie. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> Couple of grown men got into a fight over somebody's seat. <laughs> That's the gist uh, I got from it. It developed into a fight. Theater security oh came in and broke it up. There you go. And then at the end of the movie, they wouldn't let anybody out through the lobby. We all had to go out through the back <laughs> exit. And I'm thinking nobody's seen the movie now. Blame these two guys. <laughs> like at a Disney movie of all places, for heaven's sake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that's like the that's like the parents who uh, fight at uh, their their you know seven year old soccer match. <laughs> yeah, grow up. I don't have kids. I don't have to go through that nonsense. Thank God for that. <laughs> but, but, uh, I'm sorry we had a we had, sorry we had a late start tonight. I I'm sorry to Doug as well. Doug, if you want to hang, hang. No, no problem. Um, I I know you had something else you had, you had planned, George, but I. I want to thank you again, and uh, you bring, this is so much fun every episode when you come on here with us um, and talking to the movies. I'm a, I'm a huge movie fan, so well, I try to have expert on board. I really love talking movies. I tend to go off on tangents. I hope that's okay. <laughs> that's perfectly fine. If anybody well, wants to see see more of your information, they can check you out on your website, right? www.movieguy247.com on the internet. But he also has a Facebook page, right, at Movie Guy 24-7? Movie Guy 24-7 on Facebook. I invite everybody to come check it out, and when you're there, please like the page. We're trying to hit 8,000 likes before New Year's, so help me out, folks. I'm going to share that on my wall for you, brother. I should do that. Uh, Well, you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Absolutely. You too, George. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Talk to you next week. Take care, man. Tell Donna we said – Donna, they said bye. 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 <laughs> I don't know how to say bye in Romanian. Just hello. How do you say goodbye in Romanian, dear? La rivedere. La rivedere. <laughs> Sounds good. Don't worry about it. It's a mouthful. It's understood. It's all good. <laughs> don't worry about it. Romanians start to speak Romanian speak, speak a lot of English now. Awesome. So it's all good. All right. Awesome. We'll have what's a great one, guys. What's your... George, what's your page again? Movie Guy 24-7. That's on Facebook. Movie Guy 24 I'm looking it up right now. And okay. on um, online, it's www.movieguy247.com. All right, great. But I direct everyone awesome. to the Facebook page because that's where I put stuff up every night. So hey, come George, and visit me. Very good. George, if you're ever interested, if we do our webisodes um, and we talk about a movie, would you be interested in, in partaking in one of those? Um, I'm sorry, I didn't hear the first part of the question. If we ever do one of our webisodes that we do once a week and uh, talk about a movie, would you, if you're interested to be part of one of those, let me know. Oh, I'll like on the on. computer? Uh, yeah. I guess so, sure. Um, I guess I could do that. Some people are comfortable in front of the camera, but um, I think it would be interesting to uh, – Give your opinion on one of the movies we talk about one day. We do We're have a camera, right, hon? Yes. 
Yeah, we got we one got of those. Yeah. No, we yeah, got we the could... camera. You come, you come to our studio. We take care of you. We'll make you look good. <laughs> I think we can do make that. Make you look good. But uh, yeah, we enjoy that. That would be kind of fun. So if you're interested, that would I'll, be I'll groovy. Awesome. All right, cool. Awesome. All right, man. guys. Have a good I'll... Thanksgiving. You, t- you too. Thanks a lot. Bye now. Thanks, George. We uh. This is, a, this is a fun night. I thought I'd be all alone by myself. So uh, a lot of callers. I'll tell you, uh, you're, you're, of... <laughs> you're packing in the guests tonight, Chris. <laughs> we have two more on the line right now, Doug. <laughs> One of them is a, right. a good friend, <laughs> a good friend of mine, uh, Gina Marie Scorsone. Uh Gina is a Prendergast uh, graduate, Doug. I don't know if you know any Prendy girls from the year we graduated, but she also graduated our year. Uh, Hello. Gina, are you there? <laughs> yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, yeah. Loud and clear. <laughs> Nobody can ever say that friend. they don't know. They can't hear me, right, Chris? <laughs> no, right. She's loud and clear all the time. I'm loud and clear. <laughs> Gina, this so is hi. my good friend, Doug Eager. I'm finally Eager. calling in the first time. It's excellent. Thank you. This is Doug. Um, Doug graduated our year from Arby, but he came there our senior year, so I'm not quite sure if, if you guys have any mutual friends, but I'm sure we all know somebody who knows somebody. How are you, Gina? I'm doing well, and yourself? I'm do- I'm adding a uh, – I'm sending you a friend request now, so you're going to have to accept it because otherwise it's kind of awkward, isn't it? <laughs> Don't worry. I'll accept it. <laughs> if you're a Delco boy, I'll accept it. Don't worry. It's kind of like by default. Anybody from Delco has got to accept a Delco request. Come on, I'm dying for friends. Come on now. <laughs> Don't worry. I, I will definitely friend you back. Anyway, Doug's so you boys are talking about Rocky, and here I am, yeah. one of his original kids. Get out of here. Dude, I can't believe you didn't well, know that. No, I, I know little Marie. I've met her plenty of times. Um, she was actually on Dancing on Air, believe it or not. Um, oh, really? Was she? Yeah, I know the one. That, yeah. She was there. one of the originals. She was one of the originals. Um, who's online right now? Nita, if you're on, can you text me um, Little Marie's real name? I'm trying to remember if it is Marie. Um, I have photos with her online. And, when uh, I was on Dance on Air in 85, 86, I don't, I, I don't, maybe I, she was. I don't she know. was on before us. No, I didn't go on until 85, yeah. and she was on before us. Oh, um, but if before. you see her. Oh, yeah, because she's older mm-hmm. than us. Yeah, she's older than us. Yeah, because my so you cousin were... grew up with her in, I, I don't know if it was South Philly or Southwest Philly or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember her name. It's escaping me right now. Two friends are, yeah, friends I are really know. good friends with her. But tell us, anyway. so you were one of the kids chasing them down the street? or Yeah, and you can see me as clear as day on the, on the, on, on, uh, on the movie, too. Yeah, I wanted to kids in the ugliest patch coat you'll ever see in your life and I'm bopping my head back and forth and if you're looking directly at him um, while he's mm-hmm. running down Market Street and mm-hmm. um, like looking towards the left it's like wait so if you're looking directly at him on the left um, is me like one back and you see me with my head bopping back and forth clapping my hands it's hysterical oh I'm <laughs> looking for it now which scene is it which one when, when, there's a couple scenes of the kids which one is well, it? Well, it's exactly? the one. Um, so it's like after he after he picks up, you know, certain kids along the way. This is along mm-hmm. Market Street. Okay. Okay. As he's heading up towards the um, 
towards the uh, art museum? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> you can't miss it. I always wish I was so how, this kid. how did that all come that's about? Exciting. Uh, what, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so how did it come about? So my father, every Saturday, we would go down to the Italian market, mm-hmm. and um, and he would go down to Claudio's. And, you know, so all the all the paisans, they would all sit there and talk and whatever. And um, the one guy was from the same hometown as my father in Sicily, so mm-hmm. they would all be talking mm-hmm. Italian and everything. So anyway, you know, long story short, he said, you know, hey, they're going to be, you know, filming a movie down here, and they want a lot of kids. You should bring the kids down, da 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 And so long story short, yeah, me and my cousins and all of us went down there, and I made sure my aunt mm-hmm. was being shown in that movie. <laughs> that was you're my. Like, I never like knew this. Kids out of the way. That was wait my. That was my one claim to fame, <laughs> and then my second claim to fame is when they did the In Crowd. Remember that? We were oh yeah, yeah. I, I love that movie. Yeah. So Which me one? and my oh, cousin Angela. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? Uh, yeah, there, I, I had a lot of friends in high school in that. Yep. Outside yeah, the Tower so Theater, movie. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Me yeah. and my cousin Angela were both in that movie. Yep. And we, uh, and then we did Rocky Five, um, when they were filming at the old um, the 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 fight with Tommy Gunn. Um, yeah, but yeah. They were, this is when they did the fight though at the um, old Pennsylvania Convention Center down by Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. And now it's no longer, obviously, but um, that's when they had the big fight. Um, and uh, yeah, so we were in the crowd for that. And that's when I actually met Sylvester Stallone, and mm-hmm. I had a picture of me and him um, from when I was one of his kids. And I said, "Can you please sign this?" And he said to me, "Oh my God, tell me you're one of my kids." And I said, "Yeah, I am." So I love that. you. you know, I never knew this story. I love you more now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that. You have to show. You have to post that. Um, I. You know what? I can't find it now. Ever since <sighs> I moved. I cannot find that picture. It's it's somewhere. It's got to be somewhere. That's but I've cool. not, I haven't I, been able to find it. I swear, yeah. uh, one, uh, one of the old Dance Gun Air episodes, I had a chance to. He, he, we had a uh, we had a time where we would, we had uh, actors come on and we could ask some questions, and it was really just his voice over the phone, and three of us sat and asked some questions, and I asked it. And of all the tapes uh, we have in my family, I cannot find the one where I ask him a question, oh, and it's driving off. me nuts. That's the same. Um, but I did sense. post something today and waiting for it to be approved uh, from like 1987 where I'm talking about uh, being a fan of Rocky. Uh, if it gets approved, I'll show, I'll share it later. And yeah. um, I did, I did audition for Rocky uh, Balboa, and I was in Creed real quick. But um, you were? Yeah, I just, uh, yeah. Um, if you, if what, you, if you, if you pause, you if you, if, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you can catch me. I have it. I will post it and I'll send it to you. In this, in the press conference scene, um, in Rocky and Creed, um, when the bad guy, the English guy, comes walking from the back, I'm one of yeah. the press photographers. He walks right by me and uh, I'm taking oh, fake photos of him as he walks by. <laughs> Dead serious. I've seen that movie. I've, I've literally, I've seen that movie about ten times because I love it. And um, if you, look, oh, if you oh my God. go back now, mm-hmm. if you, but you have to pause it. I swear to God, you have to pause it. You'll see me real quick, but if you pause it, then you get a clear shot of me. Oh my uh, God! Chris, I had no idea they, that while, you did that. Just while they were filming, yeah, Chris, you should have mm-hmm. you should have interjected and uh, and and like said something like one little word 
as they were passing right by you, then you would have had a speaking role. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> you know, believe it or not, I have, I, I've done, I believe it or not, this is crazy. And, and, uh, some of these are witnesses. I was, they were looking for people to ask questions in the crowd, you know, like, uh, like big Al yeah. does in the beginning, like, yo rock. And uh, the guy asked me, he says, are you in the union? And I have, I've been in, I've been doing this stuff for years and I have two, I have two vouchers. I need one more voucher. And no matter what I do, I can never seem to get it. And I said, I'm one batch away. It's supposed to be today. He goes, sorry, but next time. Because the guy asked me, he says, you. You asked a question, you in the communion. And I was like, my heart dropped. I'm like, yes, yes, me. And then I and then just fell to pieces when he said that. I was so killed. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, that and, uh, is, um, I have to say, it, it doesn't matter how old, how much older I get. Anytime Rocky's on, I got to watch it. I just have to. Oh, I don't yeah. care which one it is. I have to watch yeah. it. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's just so, like, I don't know, it's so, you know, like, the American flag and the eagle and and it's all about Americana. But, like, Rocky is Philadelphia. Like, there's no and different mm-hmm. thoughts about it. He is Philadelphia. He put Philadelphia on the Hollywood map. It's exactly what he did. And that's why when everybody I, comes to Philly, that's the first yeah. thing they say to me. People are not yeah. from here. Can we go see the Rocky Steps? Can we go to the Rocky mm-hmm. Steps? Or can we go to the Rocky statue? I mean, when before it was on um, right in front of the Spectrum, we used to yeah. all pull up there, get our pictures taken mm-hmm. in front of the Rocky statue. But now everybody's getting their wedding pictures taken in front of the Rocky statue. Um, mm-hmm. But it's he's part of he's part of this city, and even though he's yeah, a fictional character, there, I was at the art museum uh, a couple of weeks ago with my family, mm-hmm. and driving up to go to the parking lot there, it's it's true like. Uh, the statue is mobbed, and the steps. Everybody still runs those steps, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, whether you're, you know, five years old or you know, sixty-five years old, like you're still exactly. trying to emulate that. And uh, it's true; it just crosses all generations. Yeah, and it's just so iconic. And what I, um, I'll tell you what I have to say that um, when he was doing Creed, and he was here just. I guess, cap- capturing different scenes that he wanted to capture for the movie. And he happened to be on the steps of the art museum. And there's people from out of town. There was a tourist out of town. They're climbing the steps like they were doing in the movie. And and there's Sylvester Stallone right off on top. Like, what are the chances mm. of that? Like, I would just be, I think I would drop <laughs> dead of a heart attack if that would have happened. But I just, like, how cool was that? For those guys, hmm. tourists of the city, and then they just happen to see him right there on the top of the steps. I mean, and it's still it's it's iconic, and it just ended up going, you know, so mm-hmm. viral wow. when that happened. Mm. And and what a memory for those people. And it's like, oh, I met Rocky, you know. And it's a fictional <laughs> character, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. He's he's a piece of all of us. That's what I say. If you grew up right there, he's a piece of all of us. Say you, you know. Well. <laughs> It's the story. It's the story behind it all. Like how he came from nothing and how he rose. And he was Mm -hmm. battling, you know, a million to one. He was a long shot. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what, um, which emulates Philadelphia, (laughs) especially in the world. Oh, yeah. I I love the underdog. Love the underdog. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's why, like, every time you hear that music, you just mm-hmm. your blood. You just get goosebumps. You're just like, oh god, I've got to do this. What's so, your favorite anyway. song, Gina? We've been asking her what their favorite song from the Rocky movies is. What's yours? The favorite song from the Rocky movie? 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. Um, I think it was, um, I'll tell you what, so Rocky mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. when Adrian and Rocky get married, mm-hmm. all right, this is aside from the actual, you know, at the theme song, okay? Mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. Rocky and Adrian get married and he's carrying her home and the boys are all around um, the the can with the, the bonfire yes. and they're singing their singing and, and I think mm-hmm. it was um it was Frank Stallone he goes there's two kinds of love that you ought to know that's the song mm-hmm. I like. yeah no I know Toby. yeah no it's great it it is Frank Stallone it is um, Frank Stallone yeah so let me tell yeah. you something that guy knows movies that you just had on that was babbling about Star Wars yeah. Star Wars. yeah sure, I yeah. know movies too let me tell you I know all movies. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm putting it to shame. Oh, Mo- movies and music, I know. George, if you, well, you know, Doug is our movie expert. Doug is a uh, he's in the in the tribute '80s tribute band, class of '84. So uh, you have to go head to head with with. Um, That's a good contest we should have now. Go head to head with yeah, Doug. Have, and go head to head with George. Yeah. you bring me between. in the studio, my friend. Uh, we'll go head to head. Don't you worry. <laughs> That'd be good. Hey, hey, Chris, Chris, we can get yeah. we can get some movie trivia together, and we can we can have a whole contest out of this. Especially all eighties movies. Wait, eighties movies? Do eight? But the, whatever. Don't no Star Wars. I don't I don't follow that crap. They <laughs> follow their Star Wars. I follow their Star Trek. Sacrilegious uh-uh. to say that. No, that's not sacrilegious. I'm a girl. Hang up on her. Hang up on her. <laughs> oh my God! Do not, do not. <laughs> oh, she'll come back with a fury. No way. I'll feel the fist into the phone. Dude, you know, you know, I'm Sicilian. Don't you even think about it. I know where you live, what, buddy. What's your hometown of Sicily? What's your family from? My dad was uh, born in a, in a town um, outside of Palermo, Cocacomo. Okay. We're from Rocamacomo. It's a little town outside mm-hmm. of Palermo. And my mm-hmm. mother was born in the region of Naples in a town called um, Montella. So I'm first generation oh, okay. here. Beautiful. Hmm. Yeah. Not, not many All of right. us. <laughs> no. Do you speak full Italian too? Yes. Well, let's just put that. it this way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, well, that's what we all grew up with. I mean, nobody, mm-hmm. everybody spoke broken English, except mm-hmm. for my parents. My parents came here young enough where mm-hmm. they learned English, but, you know, they still had that little, like, little bit of broken English in some way. Right, um, right. But, uh, but my grandparents and everybody, like, they, they spoke, they didn't hardly speak any English. Um, mm. You know, and if they did, it was... <laughs> Very much broken English. So, yeah, like my grandfather. Like, family, like when when everybody's arguing in the family, like you like you talk half English and then half Italian, half Italian. you know. Well, you know what's so funny? That's why I basically <laughs> learned Italian because they would always speak Italian when they didn't want the kids to know anything. So and right. then my, my and my Sicilian grandmother came to live with us, and she spoke no English, mm-hmm. no English at all. The only words she knew in English were "you take it easy." Check and thank you very much. That's it. That's all she knew. <laughs> and so I had to learn, especially. So I learned Italian, but I learned dialect. So I learned knew yeah. the Sicilian dialect, and I knew the Napolitan right. dialect. So I kind of mm-hmm. used to intertwine it. But I mean, I got mm-hmm. by and I spoke it, but everybody knew what you were talking about. But who was your grandmother? Until, you said 
this was on my dad's side, my grandmother, yeah. She came to okay, live with us, yeah. and she spoke no English. And uh, and uh, me being the oldest, I had to take care of her when my parents weren't around. So, um, mm. so you knew but you it, knew when she was saying things like, you ungrateful girl. <laughs> oh, she would never say that. Are you kidding me? She loves me. She loves me. Um, she, but it wasn't until I became, like, I guess I was in, like, my 30s. And I was living in the um, Lehigh Valley, and I went to school mm-hmm. um, at community college, and um, where I I said I wanted to learn proper Italian, so I took classes at the community college to learn proper Italian. Oh, so, awesome! Yeah. So, and then when when we went to Italy in 2005, and we were there for a month, it helped out a lot because I used proper Italian, and it was weird because when I came back. After a month, I could barely speak English, so it was yeah. it was it was cool. Yeah, it's well, really language. was cool. It's like that's one of the the romance languages, right? What Italian? Yeah, yeah, Isn't like Italian, much. French, it's and a beautiful Spanish language. or something. It, or? it really is. It yeah, Italian Italian is a beautiful language to learn, but mm-hmm. it's unfortunate that there's really no one to speak it with anymore because mm-hmm. my you know my parents are deceased my grandparents are deceased and there's really nobody around to talk like i could speak it with my aunt but my aunt refuses to speak italian up and mm. my, the only ones i really speak italian with is my cousin and you know just to kind of keep it going but it's just it's hard nobody nobody there's nobody around to speak it anymore mm. yeah i was just at fellini's tonight fellini's cafe in newtown square and the guy there, the corner from know, me yeah i know and he um and you know he he sees me. He's oh, buonasera, ha, oh, buonasera, come stai? I love that guy. And I start, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it starts coming back. <laughs> but what? How anyway. did you go there? You should stop in one day. I told you, my office well, is walking distance from there. No, I know. I was there meeting. Um, remember Claire Siniglia? Do you remember Claire Siniglia? Oh yeah, I know Claire. I know Claire. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Claire got engaged, and I was meeting her oh, and her, her sister Margaret. Mm-hmm. Um. And Margaret and I used to work together, so we've been trying to get together since June. So oh we finally God. got together tonight. So anyway, well, so, next, yeah. so, now you know where I'm at. So you better come. Dude, I always knew where you were at. I told you I yeah. knew where you were at. You're gonna have to stop in one of these days. Yeah, when um, you're right. I, we're gonna we're gonna save something soon. I, I, I got all these people. This is awesome. I'm booking people like crazy tonight. All friends of mine. I'm loving it. Dude, I told you months ago I would do this. <laughs> I know. I know. It's time. You know? I, since, I took you know, Kelly decided off. not to, since Kelly decided <laughs> not to uh, pick me. Um, She's, <laughs> she still has no, another that guy. we talked about last week, so we'll see. What's that? Um, she still hasn't still uh, filled it permanently, Kelly Ripa's seat. So she's not, not going to fill it. About. She's not going to fill nah. it. I think she's going to keep it this way. Kelly, Kelly, have me on. Just finish this, will you? Have your old friend <laughs> Bring me on. Yeah, exactly. I think um, she should. I think so, too. And you're going to have front row seats there, I guarantee. Thank you. Um, yeah, well, Donna, Donna Boyle, mm-hmm. Donna Santor Boyle was already having it planned that if, mm-hmm. I got, if I got picked, that she was going to be front row and center. <laughs> and so when I didn't Donna. get and then when I got picked, when I didn't get picked, she was so pissed when we were at the wedding together a couple, uh, a few weeks afterwards. And she was like, oh, girl, I had 
I had my feet all picked out and everything. I was like, oh, darling, you're crazy. Oh, my God. Like, I wanted to talk to her. I'm like, you're nuts. Shout but out Gina, to Donna we, from South Philly. Shout out to Donna. <laughs> I only got a couple minutes left, but now you know the number. The number's always on my wall every Monday night. And you know when yeah, we're on, I'm so I expect you to call in, in more. Please. I love it when all you right. keep calling. So why, awesome. Wait, why, why were you late tonight? We weren't really late. I started on time. It's from eight to ten. Um, oh, it's from and eight my to ten. Lillian, my my co-host isn't here tonight, so I was like, I'm on flying the solo. It's gonna be a slow night, but um, since we started, so wait, you uh, should have guest co-host. Who? You should have guest co-host. Like Kelly has a guest co-host. Now, when Lillian can't do it, you should have a guest co-host. Yes. Well, I, every week we have George and Doug on. And uh, next time I'll call you to fill in if I need to. How's that? Are you, are you up for yeah, the challenge? Give me, give me, give me a shout. I would do, love to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Since I know where you live. <laughs> and Doug, I promise you, I, I will uh, friend you back as soon as I get off the phone. All right, you better. If, I'm, I'm counting. If you on. know anybody looking for an '80s tribute band, and if you want a fun time one night seeing some '80s music, uh, check them out one night, Gina. We're gonna do a big event soon, so uh, I'm able to let you know more. Oh, you are? Together, oh, so. good. Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, I know a lot of people so, would love to do, would love to do something like mm-hmm. that too. That'd be fun. Yeah, right, no, Doug, absolutely. Have, I'll uh, I'll get all my friends out because they love going to see '80s tribute bands, and I'm talking about like all my guy friends from like O'Hara. 86, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. my friend Vinny from um, Upper Darby, 88, or 87. Oh, he loves 80s yeah. tribute. <laughs> you know Vinny Citarelli? Oh, it's different Vinny I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, no, Vinny Citarelli. There's only one um, Vinny from Upper Darby that I've ever met today, but yeah, but he's the only one. Yeah, no, this is, he's class of 87, and he's a huge, huge <laughs> headbanger. Huge headbanger. So... Yeah, no, let me All know. Right. I'll definitely I'll promote the hell out of that. Awesome. Oh, good, good. <clears throat> All right, guys. Well, this has been Thanks, fun. Gina. And um, happy Thanksgiving. And, uh, happy Thanksgiving yeah, I'll be too. calling in again. <laughs> Thank you. We look forward to it. I, I, I'm going to hold you to that. So, All right. Okay, no problem, dude. I'll, I'll do it. All Don't right, you worry. Cool. All right. All Take right. care, Thanks, guys. Gina. All right. Thanks, bye. bye. We have one more car on the line, Doug. Um, okay. Bob, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Chris. What's up, man? <laughs> Thanks for holding, man. <laughs> it's been, a, no it's been a very busy evening here. No, I saw you were talking oh, about Rocky you? tonight. Mm-hmm. It's Bob Schweider, right? Yeah, it's Bob, Bob Schweider. You like? What are your memories of Rocky? Uh, my favorite, I guess it was uh, Rocky Five. Uh, when... Tommy Gunn uh, knocks down Apollo, mm-hmm. and Rocky says, you knocked him down. Why don't you try knocking me down now? That's right. That's awesome. I yeah, love that. Yeah, I love, I love that one. And then, you know, his, I guess it's the, just the, the Rocky movie, um, his inspirational speech to his son. Yeah. Um, Rocky Balboa. You know, that's another one. Yeah, Rocky Balboa. Yeah, that was another good one. I didn't even realize it was the anniversary today. Forty years. I posted. Forty years. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I, I I posted something for the Eagles last night. You know, mm-hmm. um, when Mickey's in the hospital and he says, you know, uh, 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 what's he say? You know, let's do this or whatever. You know, when he's in the hospital and Adrian wakes up or whatever. 
mm-hmm. you know, trying to get Facebook all psyched up about the Eagles, but they ended up losing anyway. So, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I figured I'd try to get the Rocky theme in there a little hey, bit. Hey, you know what? You got to try, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> Chris, did, uh, Bob, did you realize? Did you realize Tommy Gum was on Dance Party? I don't remember that. No, really? Yeah, yeah. It was it was later. It was like eighty 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 nine. I think it was. Huh. Um, no, the, the movie there were one of the ninety team talks. Right? It might have been ninety. Where and it, he was on one of the team talks. I don't think I have it on one of my tapes, but I remember he huh. was on there. And was so doing one of the team talks, life, right? He, he died. Oh, did he? Yeah, he died uh, a few years ago. Um, I'm trying to, Tommy the Gun. I don't, his real name was no, it's not Tommy the Gun. It was Tommy the. Uh, he was John yeah. Wayne's nephew, as a matter of fact. He was his nephew or his grandson, but he uh, actually I think he contracted and I, I don't actually I don't want to get speculate. I'm pretty sure I know what he died of, but I want to say what it is in case I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, he he caught a disease and died a couple of years ago, maybe two three years huh. ago. Oh wow, I didn't, I didn't even know that. Wow. And uh, I loved watching. I used to be a big boxing fan uh, because of Rocky in the '80s, and uh, he was a real boxer. And I remember before, because um, I left the show in '89, okay. and uh, graduated. I remember watching um, the boxing on TNT, uh, USA Network, and uh, right, on right. Tuesday nights, I think it was. And um, Stallone started showing up in this guy's corner. I'm like, what is going on? Why? Why is Rocky? Why is Rock Stallone showing up in this guy's corner? And here it was because he was putting him in the movie. Um, right, right, right. But yeah, rest in peace, uh, Tommy Gunn. I like that movie. Uh, Doug, did you like that movie, the, last, uh, the Rocky Five? I did like it. Yeah, there was. I mean, uh, yeah, the the ending street fight was really cool. Yeah, I, I agree. Some people always tell me they hate it, but I'm actually I thought it was kind of cool too when he. He does the flips on, you know, Tommy Gunn's so much bigger than him. He does all the tricks about tripping him, you know, locks arms with him and flips him over, a little judo here and there, and punch him in the ribs. Yeah. And, uh, I, I thought, loved it. I was very watching it. It was a little bit different formula for the movie, but I thought it was fine. Yeah. Then he says, I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear no bell. One more round. <laughs> One more round. And uh, yeah, you're right. But yeah, just like you, you knocked him down. Try knocking me down now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a like scene. your last car that was on. Now, a- anytime Rocky's on, it, you know, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter how old you are. It just, it just anytime it's on, like AMC or whatever, if I'm flipping mm-hmm. through the channels or whatever, I, I stop it and I start watching. It. And I have actually had the trilogy for you know one through, I guess it's one through five. I have. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have the no. I actually had the Rocky Balboa too in that trilogy. So it so. was um, it was Tommy the Duke, Tommy the Duke Morrison. That's what his name was, and they called him the okay. Duke Morrison because because of his connection to uh, John Wayne. And uh, somebody just confirmed to me it was it was uh, I think he contracted HIV, and uh, that okay. kind yeah, of ultimately right. complications of that is what finally t- uh, took him away. Sadly. I never knew that about okay. the, the Duke, though. I, I never knew he was related. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, I can't remember if it's his grandson or his nephew, but, yeah, definitely a direct descendant. Huh. And yeah, I, now I'm going to something new every day. Yeah. And I don't know how he was chosen. Maybe that had something to do with how Stallone picked him. I don't know. 
Um, but he was a hell of a fighter and in real life too. I remember walking with him. Yeah, yeah, I always yeah. wanted to see him fight Tyson because he was he could hit really hard. Like he was knocking people out in one or two rounds, but they never fought. But uh, that was my dream. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like even with Tyson, I'm not sure that guy could handle that. Tyson. Tyson was a whole. He was yeah, a whole different breed, man. Man, he was taking guys down here like seven foot tall. I, I couldn't believe it. Like, oh, he was so exciting to watch him in his heyday. Oh, I know. I remember watching, and then people would be mad because they would like they wouldn't get like their pay per views money's worth. They were like, it ended in like thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, I just paid fifty dollars for this fight. Or something, you know? I, mean, <laughs> I didn't get. I didn't finish my coke. Right. <laughs> I know. It's true. Like, yeah, and Chris, he had was, like a series. He had a series mm-hmm. of fights that were like that. Like, it seemed like one after the other, and then eventually, you know, he got a little yeah. bit older. But man, I tell you, mm-hmm. when he was when he was in his heyday, uh, he yeah. was unstoppable. Yeah, and then yeah. You're right. Now, Chris, who was your last call that was on? That said she she was in the Rocky. Her name was Gina Marie Scorsone. Um, she okay, was friends Gina with Marie. Donna. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm gonna have she to. She was friends. <laughs> yes, she was friends with uh, Donna, Donna, Donna Tyre and Karen. She was good friends with Donna and Karen. Okay, okay. Yeah, she went to uh, the girls' school next to my. Uh, I went to Bonsignor Bonner. She went to Prendergast, so I knew her from school more than I did from the show. Okay. Yeah, now I'm really cool to Rocky. Yeah, because I was sitting here w- mm-hmm. while I was waiting. I was I sitting we here well. listener, listening. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to hold her to that. That's a death Gina, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah. you got fans. You got new fans now. <laughs> new, new found found them. And I, I, I also what I heard when I was waiting is I didn't realize Little Marie was on Dancing on Air. Yes, I didn't um, realize I'm, that. It's, it's driving me nuts because I know her and I should have had to call in tonight. Uh, maybe I can pick this up uh, next week as well <laughs> and talk about Rocky even more. Um, but yeah, okay. she, is, she was on Dancing with Air. She was one of the original Dancing with Air girls. I think her name is. I, I keep saying Marie, but I can't think of what it is right now. Annette Pizzo or uh, Anita, if you're listening, please call in and let me know. Remember, remind me who Little Marie's real name is because I, I just can't remember right now. I'm having a mind block. Wow. But, yeah, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, dude, thanks for calling back. I know you called in earlier. We just got we had. The two set calls. Yeah, no problem, uh, Chris. No problem. Love, and, uh, as I said, I love 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 your show, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. We uh, right. we just got overwhelmed today. I love the callers, so please keep on, Bob. I appreciate it. Thanks for the support. Yeah, no problem. And, uh, and happy and Thanksgiving. I was gonna say the happy Thanksgiving, brother. Before you go, say yo, Adrian. Can you give us one? Yo, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. All right, guys. Have a good holiday, man. Have a good one. All righty. So, Mr. Messenger, do we have any more callers on the line? Man, we really cleaned house tonight, Doug, didn't we? I couldn't believe this. I'm excited. I love it. That's great. (laughs) Keep them coming. All right. So, he said the coast is all clear. No more callers. Um, Okay. I did did want to invite Stallone on. Uh, Actually, not Stallone. uh, Baboa. Uh, he swung by, but he couldn't get in because of all the phone calls. But he did say to say, uh, "Hey, yo, he's a big fan of uh, Chris Kelly from Eddie's TV, you know." And uh, I appreciate that, Rocky. And, That's nice. Uh, keep That's really nice of him yeah. to say that. That's I know cool he's a big him. fan of the show, and uh, <laughs> you know, maybe we can get him to come out to one of your, your next events. So yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. Let's, 
let's pump that one more time. So it's um, in Franklinville, right? It's in Franklinville. Yeah, it's uh, Valari's in Franklinville, and it's on Coles Mill Road, which is, you know, it's the bar's kind of not really near much else, but um, you know, it's the I think it's the only Valari's in Franklinville, so you really kind of can't miss it if you're looking it up online or whatever. Uh, but we'll be there on Saturday, November 26th. Uh, from 9 to 1 or one thirty or however long it goes. And uh, if you're listening out there and if you do want to wear your 80s clothes, feel free. We're going to be dressed in 80s clothes, and so will some of the other people out there. So you're not going to be alone. Um, yeah, come on out. It's a good time. And you can find more information or reach it. You can contact Doug at www.classof84band.com. And uh, you can find them at Class of 84 on Facebook as well. Right, Doug? You got it. You got it. Yeah, and we're still uh, – I'm uh, narrowing down some selections here for our big show that we're going to probably have in – I'm hoping like April like we had in last year. I think that was a good time for everybody. Okay. Um, I kind of want to get it before the summertime, before everybody goes on vacation. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. We'll have to float around a couple weekends and see what works for everybody. But – you know, it sounds like, uh, you know, this year might even be bigger than last year. So that that would be great. Oh, it's going to be, I promise you. Uh, my buddy yeah. at Fortnite Productions, uh, Paul Tucker, he's uh, he's in as well. So we can make this gigantic and, uh, and a lot of fun. Yeah, Let's that would it. be nice. Yeah, I'm looking at a couple of places. There's a place, there's actually the place that we were at last year, which was, uh, it was a time, at the time it was the tap room. And now it's changed. Mm-hmm. It's like... Um, latitudes or something which is like it's all beach themed or whatever but i mean they'll be fine with having us back there because you know they 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 want a band that can bring bring people out so um right i'm going to look down i'm going to look into having it there uh since we were there already i don't see why that would be a problem but uh, that would be Mm -hmm. a great venue because it was a nice big space and everybody had a great time and uh so we'll see it'll be it'll be a good time Sounds good. I have another idea. I'll send it to you offline and let me know what you think. Okay, sounds um, good. But yeah, either one. Doug, thanks for calling in. Uh, everybody, check, right. thanks thanks to Doug Eager, classof84band.com. And uh, Doug, I appreciate it again. Have a good Thanksgiving, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, you too, man. Have a good one. That was good when you found right, Take care. Thanks. So, uh, what a great night it was. It's 10 15. Uh, we had so many callers just tonight, and uh, I just want to thank everyone who called in. I uh, greatly appreciate it, and I greatly appreciate everyone's support. Um, season one of our webisodes uh, ended uh, on Halloween, and uh, we will be doing uh, season two up and coming. And uh, it's with all the support that you guys have been giving us, uh, and the thumbs up, and the good compliments, and uh, the suggestions. Uh, we really take it all in, and uh, I want to say thank you. You can write to us at um, Chris Kelly from 80s TV on Facebook. You can write us on Twitter. You can write us on Instagram. And we have a website now, Chris Kelly from 80s TV. Check it out. And you can also find us on YouTube to see uh, all the episodes, 13 episodes from season one, as well as our bloopers tape and all of our um, promos. And we invite you to come back every Monday night to uh, hear us here on Totally Driven Radio um, and talk to us live about everything 80s and more. Um, it doesn't always have to be about the 80s. It can be about the more. So uh, we love to talk and connect. And, again, we really appreciate it. And um, thanks again. And everyone have a happy Thanksgiving. Take care. <laughs>